0: You're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio network. You, 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 you know what you are? You're a popcorn salesman.
1: Worldwide Sports Radio
0: presents the, the, the home stretch. Alright, let's
1: hit the field with, with, with Tyler and friends. Cut it, just cut it. Hello, welcome to the home stretch. I'm your host, you know who I am by now, Tyler Harrison, along with Speedy Petey. Just cut it, just cut Errol it. Errol Marks. Put my mic on. Errol Speedy. Marks. Errol Marks is here. He's been stewing a storm for the past five yeah, minutes. But whatever. And, and whatever. whatever you say. So whatever you 676 2968 I know how this goes. Mm-hmm. So Errol Marks, just rant for a half hour when you're done breathing fire. I'll talk. Go ahead. No, you're the one who wants to speak. Go ahead, speak and right. talk your bullshit. So here we go. The New York Giants, apparently I'm so sick and people, uh, just people talking out of their ass well, about well, this conversation. Yeah, that's you. So, that's no, what you do best. No, it's not. That's the what you That's giants- what you do best. The, no, that's what you do best. Just yeah. shut up and learn something.
2: No, no, I don't learn York. anything from you. Yeah, okay? that's the problem. I would never learn anything that's from you. That's the problem. Anybody right learns some stupidity from that you. That is the they're, problem they're right drinking. there. I should drink whiskey right now because listen to you. I you should. Your party tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. I, so tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just think of
3: this
1: conversation and just get drunk because you're an idiot. That's fine. All right. So here's what.
3: Should we move to Irish Times now, Errol?
1: So here's the thing. Anthony Andreosi <laughs> is here. I completely, I'm sorry, mind me. No, just I see real, black real right quick, now. Real quick,
4: real quick, give me two seconds. Give yeah, me two uh, seconds. yeah, but you take the, all the time the, you want. The, the, the only reason, okay, <laughs> this is the only reason I had to sit here to see this is because after Errol's show, the display was so unbelievably entertaining that <laughs> I could not miss this. And I'm exhausted right now. I got to go to work at like 4 o'clock in the morning, but I could not miss this. So, of course, you have an MMA, an official MMA referee sitting here. Just to find out what happens next. Because literally, <laughs> that's what you needed about five minutes ago over nothing more than talking about a draft. Okay, which is absolutely beautiful. I'd love to see what happens during fantasy football time in here.
1: Oh, nah, no, no you don't. So please.
4: No, by con- all means. Con- continue. No, no. No. No.
1: So here we go. Uh, um, the New York Giants last year with the number two overall pick, the giant consensus, no pun intended, was that Sam Donald. Should have, quote unquote, or would have, quote unquote, been the proper pick for the Giants. Should have. All right, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing: the Jets at number three took Sam Mm Darnold. Number four was Denzel Ward, and that's really where this conversation needs to stop because I don't really think the conversation involves anybody else. I think that Errol's giant problem here is that he thinks still that Sam Darnold is a proper pick Mm too. Here's the thing. Mm And this is where I think the Giants screwed up at six, and they screwed up even royally thinking about Sam Darnold that they were last year.
2: I'm tired just listening to this.
1: When the New York Giants, and it, maybe if you learn something, you I'm, won't be I'm so I'm never going to learn anything from you, and that's the just problem. remember. Yeah. You don't yeah. gonna, learn I'm anything. Gonna te- I know that. I'm gonna I know teach, that for I'm going to
2: teach you something for trust a fact. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. When you compare Saquon Barkley to Barry Sanders, trust trust me. Me. you, Barry Sanders, you are an idiot. I didn't. You are say say an idiot.
1: Well, I didn't. Did you not say that? Did you not say that? I said people compared his and it came out of your
2: mouth, so you obviously believe it. I didn't say I personally. You obviously believe it. He's the best running back five years. Just like the. Steve thinks that, hey, if Ezekiel plays behind that offensive line, let Barry Sanders play, he'll run just normal, as well. Right. Just no, idiotic. Idiocy. That, that, Idiocy, that, that, just that like is, you. That's he should be sitting next to you. You guys should be making out. You guys should marry each other because you're both idiots. But go ahead.
1: See what happens when you insult Jet quarterbacks?
2: This has nothing to do with Sam Donald and being ejected. So. No, it doesn't. It you has have a no lot to idea do with it. Sam Donald. You have no idea what you're talking about. It has nothing to do with it. It's stupidity that comes out of your mouth. Stupidity. And I, that's why I'm sitting here, because I'm going to prove Who how is stupid is. Who's the best player, player in this
1: draft, Errol? Not the saying, one that just happened. What are you talking about? The one that just happened How could, Let me
2: ask you this question. Who's the best player in the draft? How could you pick who the best player in the draft is when a the season, there's only been one
1: season? You've
2: got to wait 10, no, 15 years. No, not, yes, no, Errol, yes. listen to yes. the question. He's not last
1: year, the draft, year. That, the just draft that just took place about two weeks ago. I don't know. Who was the best prospect coming out of the draft, Errol? I don't know. You don't know. No. It's, it's all...
4: Right. all right. Can I... Can I you're going to you, say Nick yeah. Bosa? No, you're no, going to no, say no, no, Quentin no, 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 Williams? No, no, no. no I, think what you, I think what you're trying to say is, okay, and let me just be the middleman here yeah. for the sake of this poor man over here who you could tell he just already looks exhausted. No, okay. no, no, no. I'm no. Just, he, he should be no, used to this. I'm just getting yeah, entertained
3: the, the, by it because I'm somewhere the, in between on this I'm sure argument. you're used to this.
4: I'm not. I'm getting a kick out of this. But I'm sure you're talking about the fact that Quentin Williams, Josh Allen... Bosa were probably the top three prospects. Yes, and he's by probably saying, a wide majority. And he's probably saying, how the hell can you say who the best, best player was out of this draft? Because right. obviously the season hasn't right. happened.
1: But I, I think a large consensus of people agreed that Nick Bosa has the most upside. I just wanted to hear him say Quinton Williams. Well, you didn't hear it from me. Because you said no. No,
2: because said, I'm not, not going to choose just like last year. I'm not going to say Saquon Barkley was the best player in last year. She so offensive player in that draft because he won Rookie of the Year. Are you on drugs? Are you on drugs? Just because he won Rookie I of the Year, think. you're going to say he's the
1: best? How about this? Wait 15 so wait, years. The MVP wait fifteen. is not the best player wait, in football?
2: Wait 15. MVP? NVP,
1: most valuable player. Yeah, you know the thing that the NFL normally gives the and player that had the best. NVP. So,
2: so we're going to get into the NVP conversation, right?
1: I'm just asking um, if the award matters. L- l- if no, the award doesn't matter to then me, let to me, know, to me, all
2: all that matters to me, all that matters is Super Bowls. Oh, is and we've it? said that, and yes, yeah, so so we said that. Who's the greatest that. of all time? Then not him. Not who, not him. Who I? I know who you're talking about. Uh, all right, but it's well, not he has him. the most
1: Super Bowls by any quarterback. That's so fine. I, I don't. That's
2: fine. He also so then, plays with. The, he also has been under the same coach. Arguably, the, the greatest... had,
1: And the coach has had the same quarterback for 20 years. Uh, everybody it's knows. A street. Every
2: everybody knows the most important position in all of professional football is the coach. Is the coach. Oh. And as you see that the New England Patriots have had the same coach for the last 20 years. Then so how he has the a, Giants screw up? What do you mean how did the Giants screw up? Why would the Giants take a quarterback to learn? From Just like they were stupid enough to not draft Sam Donald last year and they drafted Saquon Barkley. And that's not saying Saquon Barkley isn't a great player because I never said that. I think Saquon Barkley is a great player. Nice kid. His father's a nice kid. Grew Grew up a Jet fan. I've had conversations with both of them. Very nice people. Very nice family. But I'm sorry to say, you cannot tell me last year because Saquon Barkley had a great season and he had uh, he won Rookie of the Year. He was the best offensive player in the draft when we don't even know because you got to wait 15 to 20 years to figure out who was great in that draft. So you're going to sit here and argue with me because he won Rookie of the Year. That he was the best offensive player in the draft? Well, are you on drugs? Did you watch him
1: play last year? Yes, Earl. I
2: did watch him play. Was
1: well, he not the most dynamic running back in football I, last I, year? What you, the most
2: dynamic running back in football last year?
1: I would say so. Uh, why? Because he played for the Giants? No, Errol. No, not at all, Because Errol, he played because for the Giants? He, no, Errol, Dynamically? Because he had more runs probably that should have been stopped at the line of scrimmage. Or behind the line of scrimmage, have you ever and somehow made five, six yards? Who was out of the him?
2: who was the All Pro running back that was selected in All Pro for for last year? Who was the All Pro running back?
1: I would probably assume it was Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley, okay, right? And Who's he, what? He, up and down, uh, up and down, really?
2: Yes, up and down. He had a good rookie season. Um, he had one had a bad, horrible, year. horrible he had one one, season. Year. He, had bad bad year. he had one bad year. He had one bad year. I' have been and, in the league three years. Uh, exactly. And exactly, right. and look at the dominance of what he has done in the last three years. Look at it, dominance. Darryl, he had one bad year he was, and one phenomenal year. And, and, by the way, he was rookie of the year that year. Did he, was he not? Oh, look mm. at that.
5: Mm. Mm.
1: And Jared Goff does mm. what because of?
2: Jared Goff. Todd are, are we really going to talk about Jared Goff? Jared Goff sucks, yeah, right? Uh, oh, absolutely
1: sucks. Oh, right. So absolutely he a sucks. borderline Pro Bowl quarterback. <sighs> uh, oh, yeah. Of why? Oh,
2: yeah. He's a borderline Pro Bowl quarterback because of his coach, Sean McVay.
1: And because the offense
2: goes through... Goalies through who? Who's, Who's the a,
1: most important part of the offense, Harold?
2: How do you know he's the most important? The, the wide receiver— Todd Gurley's the most important part of really? the offense. Really? He's the most important part of that yeah. offense? Yes. Absolutely the most important. Well, yeah. why was it that Jared Goff was amongst the league leaders in throws by catch and by yards by throw? Why was that? Could you answer my question? Why uh, did he throw look. Why did he throw over 35 touchdowns—what uh, is it? 30, 34 touchdowns last year? Oh, because it was Todd Gurley. He was helping him throw the ball, right? Right? It was Todd Gurley throwing the ball, right?
1: If you're more right? certain, right? this is what I'm going to Is that, that tell what it you, was? Is probably. that what it was? If you if, yeah. you, would Cause, stop, cause if you would stop if you would stop talking cause and learn something again.
2: I'm not learning nothing from I you. I know because I'm you don't, don't let people you talk. You You're not you sound teaching like me a an damn idiot. Thing. You sound like you you an idiot. You have yet
1: to make a you, single yeah. valid point to me. Really? Really. Really? Well, really. Not valid to you, but
2: everybody listening, there's validation to there's it. There's two people that yeah. watch this show yeah. and
1: they're your friends, no. so I don't really care. Two people but anyway. You're, you're right. Yeah, I know I'm right. Probably so here we because go. of the stupid stuff the shit that comes out of your mouth. Oh ooh. Yeah. four letter words, we're really moving up here. Yes. So if the focal <laughs> point of the offense is the running back I, you probably don't know the definition and of that, but if you do and you put six, seven, eight guys in a box and say Todd Gurley's not gonna beat us today. Just like every single team game plans for the Cowboys, and Dak Prescott literally has the most simplest routine throws to make, and everyone acts like he's the next coming to Jesus. Let let's just put this in perspective here. If everyone's game planning Your perspective. Let's see no, what your well, common sense isn't that common. Uh, your common, common sense. Right, but common sense ain't that common. Mm. And I can tell Definitely not for you. No, I know. But Hey, listen, Colin Cowherd called all Jet fans dopes. I guess he was right. Yeah, he's also the one that said to
2: Sam Darnold was the best player in last year's draft. So you keep mentioning Colin Cowherd. Go ahead.
1: Keep That's talking. fine. Keep That's talking. fine. Colin, Colin Cowherd also. Okay, keep talking. Keep Cowherd. talking. You just right. mentioned his name. He's the right. one. He's the one He said he's was the
2: best player in the last year's draft. Right, So and he was right going. about that, keep right? Going. Keep going. Keep going. How do you know? Well, How do you know it's been one year? How do you know it's one year? How do you know? You're, well, you're dope. So well, I man, I'm not though. a Jets fan, so no, that's I'm fine. Not talking, I'm anyway, not talking as a Jets fan. But Go you ahead. are a Jets no, fan. No, I'm not. So what? You're what not a Jets mean? fan? Uh, you're a giant fan. Don't say that you're not. I'm not.
1: You're, you're, I'm not you, saying what I'm do not. you say all the time? You I'm are. not saying I'm not. Uh, no, okay. So keep going. Right. Keep talking. So Todd Gurley is the vocal point of the offense for the Rams, really? right? Mm-hmm. Really. Really. Mm-hmm. They made it to the Super Bowl, right? He got there, and then what happened? Let's let's Todd Gurley did not play in that Super Bowl. Why? Because he was hurt. Okay. And how the Rams look? How the Rams? Absolutely because, pathetic.
2: Because Jared Goff, when it came down to pressure, and Sean McVay, when it came down to pressure, got out coached and outplayed by and a team. Out
1: strategized because without their king, they had no. They were, had
2: no chance anyways because he couldn't throw
1: to the open guy. Did you watch the Super Bowl? I did watch I, the Super well, Bowl. Obviously, you were and blind. Saint. The Rams had no game plan. At all. You know why? Well, did you hear know what Sean
2: McVay say recently? Did you hear what he said? What did he say? He he
1: completely
2: out, uh, out-thought his game plan before the Super Bowl. And if he just kept it to uh, X's and O's, he probably would have had a better outcome of the game. Mm. He Yes, he did. He said no, that. No, CJ Anderson. Hold on. It,
3: I'll, I'll disagree there. If you do what you normally do, Bill Belichick will take that away too. Mm, yeah, Bill Belichick will take that away. Yeah, He sure did that with the Eagles, right? Sure, the, did Eagles, that with the, Eagles. the Eagles pulled out a lot of tricks. Right. A lot of tricks. And yeah.
2: Yeah, pulled the Eagles out a had a very good game. A lot band. of tricks. They're, they pulled out one trick, Speedy. It was one trick in the game.
3: No. One they,
2: trick. And they tried to pull on, out the on. same trick, let, and they didn't complete Let me ask you a
3: question. What was, what was the thought of Nick Foles? Nick Foles was one gonna, trick, Speedy. Hold on. One trick. What, was, what was the thought of Nick Foles when he came in to sub in for Carson Wentz? He's just going to do what he has to do. Did, did he not throw the ball deep a ton in that game that the Patriots That's didn't expect? That's a trick? It's unexpected game plan. They had no running back. They're running back. They had a
2: power running back, and their other running backs were running the ball. They, they didn't do and they anything. they did well. Now, they did well. Nick Foles, throughout the playoffs last year, throughout the playoffs when they won the Super Bowl, when he when he he was throwing the ball more than they were running the ball. It Sir, was all not denying throwing. That. No, it not was all that. throwing. That wasn't tricky, was it? No, did but, he out-trick no, the Patriots but, no, but, by doing that no, throughout but, the playoffs? No, but
3: what I'm saying is they also Come on, man. threw this the ball ridiculous. deep and on— more intermediate routes more than people would have expected. For I don't care if he whatever a, level of. I Nick don't Foles. care if he
2: put a football in his pants and he ran the ball down the field. I don't even give a crap. To me, that's not a trick. Okay, here's the trick. The only trick of that Super Bowl was Nick Foles. That was it. That was the trick. Oh, they pulled out all the stops, all the tricks. He threw the ball down the field, and in the big part of the game, he made the completions. Tom Brady didn't. He got sacked at the end of the game, which cost him the game. That was no trick. That was defense. That's an
3: offensive game plan. It's not one plan. Oh, God. Oh, God. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep talking. So,
1: by the way, Dante Hightower and Malcolm Butler completely changed the outcome of that game. What game? The Super Bowl two years ago. Absolutely changed the outcome of that game. How do you figure? What What did they change? Dante Hightower is by far the best linebacker the Patriots have, and he did not play. And Malcolm Butler at that time was their best secondary piece, and they did not use it. So you're,
2: you're you're, you're going to sit here and tell me. Well, Dante Hightower did play in the game. He got hurt in the game.
3: He got hurt in the game. No, he was out for a while. Yeah, he got hurt. He never but played. He, he played in that game. No, he didn't. I'm no, pretty he didn't. sure he, he played in that game. Pl- he was out since week five. There were, two like players, the there were
2: two players that got hurt in that game, unless it was last year that got hurt. Maybe Hightower got hurt in last year's game. I remember it was either last year or the year before. Dante howard missed. He got hurt in the game, and he was out for the rest of the game, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe it was last year.
1: Maybe it was last year, but it was not two Super Bowls ago. He only
3: played five games in 2017. Fine.
1: Go ahead. So that's where I'll stop that conversation because it's completely irrelevant. But now look at what New England's doing. Thank you, actually. This is a perfect segue. Mm -hmm. They drafted not only Sonny Michelle, but they took another running back. That's not what we're talking about. But it is, Errol. It is. So when New England is. Was he Rookie of the Year? Who? Sonny Michelle? No, but he was the most important player during the playoffs. Was he? Yes! Okay.
2: So you're saying that Sonny Michelle was the most important player for the Patriots during the playoffs?
1: He was the most important Hit. offensive weapon in the playoffs. Yes. He
2: was the most important player.
1: Yeah, because I'm pretty sure everyone expected Bray to do what he had to do. Who
2: was the MVP of the Super Bowl? To me? Who was the MVP of the Super Bowl? Julian Edelman. Okay, there we go. So again, something comes out of your mouth. Oh, Sonny Michel was the most important player. But who was the MVP? But who but did everyone say deserved different? the piece of the Who was team? a completely different offensive player? Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman has always been the most important player to that offense. Always. And he won rookie... He always? Won, he won
1: the... Always. For always? The last, for the last four years, he was. Really? Because when they promoted him, everyone said, oh, he's just going to replace Wes Welker. Mm. And he's better than Russ Welker. He's I better. Mean, Wes Welker had a dominant he, three, four years. He's span. better than Wes Welker. Okay. That's Go look at his argument. numbers. He's better But than Wes everyone Welker. said, sorry, Michelle, arguably could have won the award, too. Mm, he wasn't. But Julian, Julian
2: Awards was. don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. With the as far as the Super Bowl is concerned, it is, and you want oh, to the, the Super Bowl. So the
1: awards that prove your point help the point, but the awards that no. don't prove your point no, don't no, matter. No, no. I, what do I award's say? Award, what do I
2: say is the most important award out of all the awards? The Super Bowl. Okay, but and Tom what Brady's
1: what, got the most of them, and you said he's not the greatest of
2: all time. No, because he has the greatest coach of all time, and I think the most important position. And the coach is the has coach. him. Okay, he's one player to many players. And you he's need good one defense. coach. Yeah, one coach that coaches three different sides of the ball who is a what who is a what
1: well, you're either an offense or a defensive guy. You're either brought up through the offense you're brought up through the Bill defense. Bill Belichick, is a. I think he's he's good in
2: every single aspect.
1: He's the last coach in
2: NFL history that can coach all three positions. Before
1: he was a Defensive coach. coordinator, we all, all right. know what he
2: was. All we, all right. he so we all know where he came from. So he's a defensive We all know where he came from. We all know, know Bill Parsons is We know. all know. We I know, all know you know. We all know. I just have to yes. hear it because yes. Yes. it
1: makes yeah. me chuckle. It yeah. 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 makes you chuckle? Defensive-minded well, defensive coach. You just said Greatest Sonny You just
2: said. Sonny Michelle was the most important offensive player of the team, and he didn't even win an MVP in the playoffs. So that just shows you one thing: you're wrong. No. You're wrong. You prove
4: it wrong again. Guys, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard when you when you talk about this stuff to talk about the Patriots, especially the way Belichick uses players. Just like what you're talking about with Michelle, you're mentioning Sonny Michelle. There will be a week where you see um, James. White, um, what's his name? James, James White. James White. The whole damn game. Right. and you'll see Michelle touch the ball twice. Uh, then right. the following week... He also
1: got hurt midseason.
4: But you want to know something. But the way Belichick is, and I think we all know this, that's why when it comes to fantasy time, other than Brady and Gronk, it doesn't pay to get right. any receivers or Except Julian Edelman. Maybe. Uh, Except right. him. Except him. Right. But here's the thing. I'm not trying to prove or anything with him. Belichick is one of those guys, he doesn't have... His system is the fact that he doesn't have a system. Do your job. He That's his system. He goes, he takes whoever the hell he's going against and whatever team he's going against, and he basically just adapts whatever he wants to do against that team. He goes for the weaknesses. Yes. He goes for strengths and all that stuff and everything. Yes. That's why when it comes down to MVPs and this and that, and you know what I mean, in Patriots' case, it's kind of hard to prove points with them because they're not really a traditional – they don't right. really have the, patterns.
3: I always say they're the, the exception they don't have to everyone patterns.
4: You know what I mean? Right. And, and I'm not a Patriots fan. I'm a Giant fan. I agree. But I'll you. say this. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of hard because they don't have patterns or anything like that. That's why, you know what I mean, when it comes to the MVPs and this and that. You know, let's be real. Have you ever seen, and this goes back to the time that we're talking about football now, you know, opposed to the 80s where you saw, you never saw 14-win teams. If you did, it was a rarity. But it was a lot, things were a lot closer together. In regards to competition in the 80s, right. probably beginning of the 90s, than they are now, where you have teams that are, I mean, come on, 0 and 16, you know, and this and that. You didn't see that back then. Well, those then. are basically just the Browns. But what I'm saying, you and didn't the see And the Lions. Oh, right. You know what I mean? But you didn't see that back all then. Nine. You know what I mean? The two wins and this and that. You saw more of like kind of a spread talent type thing where you see these, you know, landslide dominance of teams, especially now. That's why when it comes to the MVP, Brady, do I think Brady's the greatest of all time? No, I don't. Even though, even though he has all these rings, mm-hmm. I think the level of competition when it even came to the Super Bowls, obviously it's just the way the game evolved, me, I would probably go with Montana. And I say the same thing. But even though I'm not a Montana fan. I'm not my either. Favorite, my favorite QB of all time was Marino. What did he win? Ugats. Nothing. Could
2: you guess who my favorite quarterback of all time is?
4: Joe Namath.
1: I didn't even see him play. I never even no, saw that him was, play. That, that, was a joke. that was a joke. That no. was a joke. Uh,
2: I never saw him play. That you know, know my favorite quarterback of all time?
1: I do have a guess, too. Who? Who? I would say Brett Favre. Nope. Donovan McNabb. Nope.
3: Really? You always loved Donovan McNabb.
4: Yes, I loved him. I was, I was a big Testa Verde fan. Really? Huge Testa Verde fan, but that's just me.
3: There was one quarterback
2: that I always followed. I wasn't a fan of their team, but I've, I, I've loved him when I saw him get drafted. And I'll tell you.
1: Jim Kelly. No. I feel like you've said this.
3: No, you probably.
2: Yeah, he has, which is why
3: I thought it was Donovan McNabb.
2: (laughs) No, he was my favorite player at the time when I was uh, when I was an Eagles. What year did he
1: retire? So that way I have
4: a time frame of when I. He's actually
2: an analyst right now, and he's one of the most important, one of the biggest
3: analysts.
4: I think I know this one. Can I give this? one? Go ahead. Oh, Boomer Sison. Romo. No, it's not Romo. It's not Boomer.
3: I feel like it's before Donovan McNabb. If he's going, it is. Okay. It's before
1: McNabb? McNabb. Yes Mm -hmm. mm -mm. Sims. Mm -mm. Mm. Hold on No I want to get this now I want to get this now Warren Moon Nope Warren Moon's an
3: analyst I don't know I'm guessing 80's quarterbacks (laughs) I loved him since the day he was
2: drafted He was a first round draft pick
1: Peyton. Nope Tell us
4: Steve Young Nope Somebody can call in with the answer (laughs) do yeah. <laughs> you guys give up? You guys no, give
1: no, up? no, no, no. I want to make this interesting. If someone can call here and guess Errol Marks' favorite quarterback growing before he up, leaves. Growing up. Growing up. Mm-hmm. When were you born? I will eighty two. I will wear that dress 82. tomorrow. If someone 82, calls in so here right figure, now knowing it was, oh, it, was it, was in the
2: nineties. Oh, it was in the nineties. It was in the nineties. And I want Troy I, Aikman?
1: Just Troy Aikman. Really? Well, well, thanks for ruining it, Speedy. Yep. Jackass.
2: Troy Aikman was the guy, and I—I I wasn't a Cowboy fan. I did not like the Cowboys. I couldn't stand the Cowboys, America's team. But when Troy Aikman was drafted, I—especially I, his runs, uh, the concussion situations that he played with, and stuff like—I just—I
1: argue that's the greatest draft of all time.
2: Was one of them, especially yeah.
1: the first, third, fourth, and fifth pick. Arguably the best of their position. And I know Mike's
2: probably having a heart attack because I never told Mike that, but growing up, my favorite quarterback in football was Troy Aikman. And
4: Which
2: I Mike? wasn't a cowboy fan. Mike the beef. He was oh. a cowboy fan.
5: Oh. I,
2: I I'm I'm surprised I, he hasn't called I already loved, saying that you've seen I, the light. I love Troy Aikman, but I didn't. I didn't like the Cowboys. I didn't want to see. I always wanted to see Troy Aikman succeed, but and I was happy that he won the Super Bowls. But I wasn't a Cowboy fan. I wouldn't. I like Aikman.
1: I, I, I like was a Troy Aikman, Aikman I fan.
2: I like his anal- I, I like him as
1: uh, an analyst.
3: I don't like him as an analyst. I do. That's I like him.
1: Now he's, the problem with Aikman is if they're non NFC East teams, he's fun. The problem is, is he's on a lot of NFC East games. Yeah, because he's a cool. only does the yeah, NFC. So it's he's hard. a homer, homer, homer. But getting well, no, back, but if he gets like a giant Redskin game, he'll bash both But
2: getting back into the conversation, what bothers me, and I sit here and everybody talks about the draft. Well, uh, he was the best offensive player at the draft. I'm going to go back. Let's go back ten years ago. Speedy, go until ten years from the draft. So from this draft, so 09? 09. Go right. to '09's draft and give me the draft. I think Matthew Stafford
3: was the number one pick. All
2: right, just go through the draft and we'll, we'll talk. Uh, I'm trying to In a 10 year up. spirit, uh, okay. in a 10 to 12 year period, let's go through that and we'll see.
1: No. It amazes me that you still haven't gotten the point. All right. I got the point. So no, Matthew you Stafford, no, you haven't gotten the
3: Matthew point. Stafford was the first offensive player taken, number mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. The Rams then took a tackle, Jason Smith, who mm-hmm. turned out to be a bust. Mm-hmm.
1: He's out of the league. Then he the was Jet, out of the league in like The Jets three
3: years. traded up for Mark Sanchez mm-hmm. uh, with the fifth pick. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati took Andre Smith. Mm hmm. The Raiders then took Darius Hayward Bay. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville at eight took Eugene Monroe, who was pretty good as a tackle. Just go through and it. Who was the best player number ten? In the draft? Was the guy that a lot of people thought of was the best player in that draft, which was Michael Crabtree. That's okay. the, so he well, went number ten. Okay. Keep talking. Uh, no Sean Moreno twelve to the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Then there were a lot of defense after that. Then Tampa took Josh Freeman. Mm-hmm. At 17, Philly took Jeremy Macklin at 19. The mm-hmm. Detroit got Brandon Pettigrew at 20. Mm-hmm. The Browns took Alex so Mack at 21. Macklin. Percy Harvin went 22 to the Vikings. 23 to the Ravens was Michael Orr. Then a lot of defense after that. 27 to the Colts was Donald Brown. I didn't realize he was a first-round pick. Then the Giants, or the Bills took Eric Wood. The Giants took Hakeem Nicks. Titans to Kenny Britt. And the Cardinals, Beanie Wells, those are all the first-round offense. First-round pick. and, so and is, Jeremy Macklin's is the best the,
4: one. Is Britt the only guy You that's thought Jeremy playing?
3: Macklin? No, Stafford was
2: the best player in that draft in the first round. He was the best player in that first round. He was the number one pick. He was the best first round. And he's probably one of maybe two of them that are still in the NFL.
1: Right.
3: So he was the best player in that draft did 10 Macklin years ago. Did just retire? Yes. Macklin did. Yes, Macklin retired. Alex Mack is still in the league. That was a terrible draft. Yeah. Right. He, well, yeah, some was. people.
1: I like Matt Stafford, but a lot of people think he's no. He's great. no.
3: But just the top ten in general is no, bad.
1: I'm saying. I'm saying that in ten years, you you look
2: back, then you can look at that draft and say, well, Percy Harvin had some good years. He was a good player. He was uh, two injury problems. Macklin had some good years. I mean, some of those players had good years. But all in all, it, if you go back ten years, the guy that's still playing in the league and still playing at a high level, and he is playing at a high level, is Matthew Stafford. And, and what op-
3: position right. does he play? I'm probably
2: the only other guy who... And ha- he a is draft. a
1: quarterback. How many quarterbacks in that list, though, got kicked out of the league or weren't Pretty any fast.
2: Pretty fast. Pretty um, fast. Sanchez, Freeman. Sanchez had
1: two good years, arguably. Because of the defense. Josh Freeman never, ever amounted to anything. Was there another go to
3: quarterback the next. Go to the, go to the next year. Uh, I'm looking to see if there's any other quarterbacks worth mentioning in this draft. A lot of the other top players were other offensive players, but... No, it doesn't look like any other Go into the next year. Go in 2010. So 2010, mm-hmm. I think that was Sam Bradford's draft. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah, Sam Bradford went one. Mm-hmm. Which is to, a
1: perfect example.
3: To the Rams. Perfect example, okay. Yeah, but the Rams at that time didn't need a lot. So Just, was, just go through the draft, please. That just was go. good at the time. <laughs> Let's go through the uh, draft. Trent Williams to the Redskins, number four. Oh, yeah, he was great. He's he was back, a very good way, Very good running tackle. back
2: Just so you know Trent Williams or He's no, no longer in the league offensive anymore
1: Offensive line just so you know. That's fine Not Trent You Richardson, just had three quarterbacks In
2: the last Trent year's Trent Williams oh, Just go
3: Speedy talk Russell O'Koon, Trent Williams number is,
1: no. is Arguably a hall of fame Offensive tackle go. Russell
3: Okung went Number six to the Seahawks mm-hmm. uh, Then in a lot of defense Oh the Bills then Took C.J. Spiller Number nine mm-hmm. Then Oh god I hated this guy Is C.J. Guy.
2: Spiller still in the league? No
3: He's been cut What position does he play? oh running
2: back okay okay go ahead does that keep mean going. he's a tackle he was coming. keep he going, five five times keep, going keep going keep keep going
3: then the chargers took one of the worst running backs Ryan Matthews he was it, horrible is he still
1: in the league no oh what position did he play did you do this when they just went I'm through just, the quarterbacks i'm just i'm just, I'm just going. go ahead keep going all
3: keep right going. uh then a lot of defense after that then the 49ers took Mikey Apati. the mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Steelers then took Marquise Pouncey mm-hmm. uh Bengals then took Jermaine Gresham 21 Broncos took Demarius Thomas, 22. Mm-hmm. Packers took Brian Balaga, 23. Dallas took Des Bryant, 24. Mm-hmm. And the Denver Broncos then took Tim Tebow, 25. Oh, quarterback! <laughs> he,
1: what happened to Tim Tebow, Errol?
3: He'd still be in the league, if you know that. Well,
1: I, I'm but the he's one not. of the rarities that say he should still be in the league. <laughs> but he should be. Uh, well, whatever.
2: The fact is, the fact is... He's his, a Met now.
3: Most... Oh, I feel bad for the Met fans.
1: <laughs> I feel bad for Tim Tebow.
3: Oh, well. Apparently, he's horrible in AAA. <laughs> yeah, he's batting 170. <laughs> Anyways. I
1: feel bad for Tim Tebow. That's if exactly you go through
2: that list, I would say 98, 99, or maybe even 100% of the running backs in that draft are no longer in the NFL.
1: Okay, Speedy, go back to the draft you just mentioned. Ahead, I'd please. say about 100%, well, no, 99.1% of the quarterbacks out of that draft suck. Oh, Really? Yeah, Sam
2: Bradford. Mm-hmm. He's still in the league, by the way. Is he not? No, he's, no, not. he's, not. he's not. He's he's still in the league. No, he's no, not. No, he's still
3: getting paid, but he's not in the league. He, did he play last year? Who's the roster He played he's on? a game last year. He
1: still was Aaron, in the league. Who is he on now?
2: What do you mean? He was on Arizona last year. Yeah, yes, who's right. he on
1: now? I don't know. I, I thought Nowhere, was, that's the uh, answer. Yeah,
2: but, but guess what? He
1: outplayed. He, out,
2: he, outla- he outplayed who? He outlasted all those guys. All your running backs, all the running backs Errol, that you keep you're saying, you're not comparing
1: Bradford and running I'm backs. I'm not comparing. You're
2: comparing Donald and Barkley. I'm not comparing them. I'm saying that. You are, though. I'm saying that Sam Darnold is in his first year, and he will la- he'll outlast Saquon Barkley at his position, which means, I believe, in the long run, he will be better at his position than Saquon Barkley is. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm going to
1: say. But because then how's it' a mistake now. I don't if think ten years. Nah, from nah, now, I,
2: now, when I say mistake, I don't mean mistake because I think Saquon Barkley is a great player. But the fact yeah, is, mistake
3: is the last three drafts before that; yeah, those I, were
2: all mistakes. I would not say Saquon Barkley is a mistake. I'm going to say that if I was the GM of the New York Giants organization, I am drafting Sam Darnold at to number sit two. For two years, he wouldn't have sit for two years. He wouldn't have. What are you doing with Eli? Because Eli would have been out in the middle really? of the season. Yes, because the fans would have been yakking and crapping and doing whatever the hell they're going to do to get Sam Donald in the game.
1: Okay, and yes. then when Ben McAdoo is sitting there literally saying, we're not going to start Sam Donald. Ben
2: McAdoo was no part. He wasn't part of the team last. No,
1: he's
3: saying if they drafted him.
1: Right. What
3: do you mean? Ben McAdoo was not oh, a part no. of the Oh, the, wrong draft. It yeah. was Shermer. Right, okay. Shermer was a yeah. part of so- it.
1: Yes. Let, but get let's understand something. Let's here. understand. Please, Eli hey, last year. Give me year something that his... makes me understand something. Eli Manning last mm. year had a very good year. Did he? Yes. Okay. All right. His highest completion percentage in what five years? Most ah. yards in five years. Okay. Mo- the least amount of interceptions the past five years. Okay. Eli Manning is going to start next year for this football team. and let me He's ask you, going to play the entire season as long as he's healthy.
2: Now, let me ask you this question, just a
1: serious question. Do you think Daniel Jones no, is I, a long-term no, no, answer? I have
2: a question to ask you. Yeah. Who had a more talented team last year, the Jets or the Giants?
1: I mean, on paper? Yes. The Giants. Okay.
2: How many wins did Sam Donald have last year?
1: I mean, you had the number three pick this year, too, so... I would not amount to a lot. Donald had what, five?
2: He had five wins last year. Okay. okay? How many did Eli Manning have?
1: Errol, you're not missing the point again. How many... No, 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 no. How many games did the Giants lose last year? I'm explaining to you. Because they gave up
2: 35 points. I'm explaining to you that just shows you it it doesn't matter what they gave up. They didn't start scoring points until the seventh or sixth game of the season. They were one of the lowest scoring offensive teams in the league in the first six games of the season. Do we remember that? Yes, we do. We do remember that. But you're
1: not drafting a quarterback
2: to sit for two years. He wasn't going to sit for two years. Sam Donald, knowing that – uh, in the beginning of the season, the way Eli was playing in the first six or seven games, he would have been pulled because right Eli now, what? right bad, now, Errol. right now, Daniel, what are they saying right now in, in Vegas right now? How many games are they saying that Daniel Jones is going to be the starting quarterback this year? How many games are they betting? How many uh, How many is Vegas half? Seven and a half games? Seven. Seven games. And I just said. i take
1: that bet. I, I, I'll, you take that bet? i take that bet.
2: Well, you know what's funny? You're going to take the bet and you're probably going to lose that bet.
4: I don't you, think so. You know what the real scary as thing is? As long as Eli is healthy. You guys He's talk. About, start. You guys talk about 2010 mm-hmm. being a scary, disgusting quarterback class. Mm-hmm. Of I mean, we're talking Jimmy Clausen, <laughs> right? Oh, Mel Kiper's you know I mean? boy. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Clausen. <laughs> can't miss. Okay. I actually Wayne found, I actually found one worse. I was wrong on him. I liked him. Too I actually found. I actually found a draft class of quarterbacks that are worse. Who is you that? 2013. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, nobody was good in that draft. <laughs> Tyler Wilson, Geno Smith, no. Zach dessert.: Oh, Geno Smith. Mike I wonder Lennon. who drafted him. Mike Lennon. <laughs> Matt Barkley. I wonder who drafted e. him. E.J. Manuel.
2: He was a, a, a third-round draft pick. And the second. guy who probably had the most. Late second-round draft pick. The no. guy who had the best uh, contract. Was he was late. a late second-round draft pick.
4: The guy who probably stayed employed the longest, Ryan Nassib. <laughs> mm.
2: <laughs> Geno Smith is still in the league.
4: That's no, great. he was
2: an early 2nd He's round a
1: third-string quarterback. He's still in the league. He's a third-string quarterback. He's still in the league. As a security blanket's security blanket.
2: Security blanket. Did he start for the Giants two years ago?
1: And did Ben McAdoo not get form. fired uh, for
2: that? Uh, he got fired, but he, he got fired for what reason? Because he said Eli Manning was not going to lead them anymore to the team because he was old, and he was right because Eli Manning is not going to lead them. He is probably on his way out, and I think now Gettleman believes that because he drafted a quarterback that nobody should have uh, should have drafted him in the top ten. I thought they were going to draft him at 17. So when they you should have
1: drafted a quarterback at all.
2: You're right. They should have drafted Sam Donald the year before. No,
1: they should have traded for Josh Rosen this year. You literally had a rebuff. You had an opportunity to change that mistake. Go ahead, put him
2: on. I know who it is. Go ahead, Jeff.
1: <laughs> Listening to Errol Marks is like
0: if Troy Aikman CTE was a person. I know,
2: I know you were going to call up and attack me because you like to attack me. So go ahead and talk your crap so I can attack you.
1: How can you say drafting Saquon Barkley was a mistake? Did you
2: not hear what I just said? Obviously, you're not listening to the conversation. No, I did I, not
1: I'm starting to get used to this. He's going to hedge his bets. He's going to say.
4: He's gonna did I not say that Barclay. I took the r- wrong word the out dog. of
2: context? Did I not say that,
4: Anthony? Uh, actually, Jeff, um, are you surprised I'm still sitting here? I mean, it, it, it's it's no. I'm just telling you. You should have seen what happened after the end of the show. It was it was that good. You would have you would have paid to see that type of footage. Speedy, what
2: did I just say? <laughs> what word did I, did I did I did I take out of context? What do I said about Saint Barkley? You said mistake. Did I not say that I didn't mean mistake? Did yeah, I not say dead. that? Yeah, I did just say that. I used the wrong word out of context. So, and I, he's a great running back, but I again I would sit here and say it if I was drafting at two. I draft Sam Darnold at two, not Saquon Barkley, because he's only going to be in a league for seven or eight years. No matter how good he is, you're you're going to have a more you're going to have more life of a quarterback that can develop into a superstar player than a running back that you could draft in the third, fourth, fifth, sixth round. And by the way, uh, I do remember a running back two years ago, that was drafted in the fourth round that was Rookie of the Year. Do we not under... Third. Do we, third round. Whatever. Third round. Sorry, Speedy. Third round. He was drafted, and he was Rookie of the Year. Am I not mistaken, that, Jeff?
0: Yeah, no. I mean, that's, that's all true, but I don't know how you can say...
2: I took it, it out of context.
0: Someone was, taking someone that was Rookie of the Year and has as much talent as him was a mistake. That's
2: absurd. I Again, you're, you're using, I just said, if you were listening to the conversation before you called, I used the wrong word out of context. And you know and I know he shouldn't have been Rookie of the Year. We've talked about this already. We've said it was Quentin Nelson, and they didn't give it to Quentin Nelson. So we're going to sit back, and we're going to talk think about you're this. you're just a bitter Jets fan. Oh, we'll my God. This is to so stupid. This, this is so, stupid. This is so stupid. Again, because you're a Patriot fan, and you think because I'm a bitter Jet fan, how many times have we argued a point? I even give your stupid Patriots compliments, and you still come out with your stupid garbage that comes out of your mouth.
6: Stupid Patriots? They keep winning the Super Bowl, but yeah. the Patriots are stupid, what
0: does that make the Jets?
2: Oh, my <laughs> God. You just, you just, you're just, just, you are just a, a jolly Welcome pain back, in the Jeff. ass. Pain the in the New York ass.
0: Your chefs
2: are the Errol Marks of the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the er- Errol Marks of the NFL. Okay, whatever you say, Jeff. You have anything else good to say? Because obviously all the stuff that's come out of your mouth is just stupid. So I'm not even going to pay any mind to it.
0: Buddy, I'm just you know I'm just saying I uh, 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 the, uh, uh, the uh, uh, for taking Saquon Barkley is ridiculous.
2: Mm. I'm gonna again I'm gonna go back and talk to you in in a normal way. How many times have we seen running backs get drafted in other rounds and become superstar players?
0: It happens all
2: the time. Okay, so now like player, let me ask you player. a question. Just just a serious question in conversation. Hall of Fame quarterbacks, right? Besides, there's a little weed here and there. Most of those Hall of Fame quarterbacks, where do they, where do they come from? What round? Uh, apparently in the sixth, you can get the
0: greatest quarterback of all
2: time. Uh, so I, again, you're, you, six, again all right. you're going back. You're going back to what I'm saying.
1: But how how many, many busts are there, Errol?
2: There are, there are busts.
1: There are more busts than
4: success stories. Uh, That's why they're I, being I, recycled. I, you just I, had a team I, I, do it twice no, in two years. But you want to know something? The reason why they're called busts? Okay, it's specifically because they're in the first round. Sure, you know what I mean. But let's just be honest. A comparison no, no, I'm just saying. NFL I'm just NFL saying. Starters. The only reason, the only reason why I'm saying, the only reason why I'm saying, that's the reason why they call them busts. Because if you pick some of these guys in the second, third round. Nobody. They'd be great back. Nobody, sure. nobody could give sure. a shit. I will, t- I, I, I will, I will tell you I think you we're talking
3: more about the percentages of right. starters versus no, busts. I, I will, There's a lot will, more will, busts will, than you think. I will yeah, tell exactly. you this. There have been more busts in the
2: last 10 years of running backs in the first round than quarterbacks in the first round. And that's a fact. And we just right, said we so just taking well, a
1: solidified. Maybe stunt percentage like wise, upset. I don't know about amount though.
3: No, I'm
2: talking about percentages, okay. Speedy. Okay, I'm talking about percentage in Th- statistical way. In a statistical way, because that's what we're trying to well, compare. Well, yeah, it to, right.
3: Because there's there were years where there were like no running backs taken in the first round,
2: and then there are years there where a lot of running backs were taken in the first round, and none of them panned out. We just named one draft. Yeah,
1: right. And you, the draft before that, there were a bunch of quarterbacks that should have been taken in the third or fourth round. And they all are out of the league, except for one.
2: The reason why Sam Bradford didn't develop into the quarterback that he wants. Not well, only
1: that one. I was talking about Stafford's he had draft, knee, too. He had
2: knee problems. Stafford's a good quarterback. He's I on the wrong team. He's on the wrong team. I, he's I, on I wrong team. Said, but one. Yeah, he's, he's on he's the wrong the team. One. He's the one. And, and, and and, and That's again, one
1: quarterback in two years.
2: Mm, one quarterback in two years, but, but everyone, they were both first-round draft picks. But listen the- like you're saying Sam Bradford oh he was on the wrong team dude every No time I didn't say that it in the I, I didn't say Sam Bradford was on the wrong team, the wrong State team. Steven, said Stafford. I said Stafford was on the wrong team If Stafford yeah. was if Stafford was playing for let's say the Saints let's just say the Saints let's okay. say the Saints he was playing for the Saints you think he'd be successful
1: not right now I
2: absolutely believe he would be
1: they're too built around.
2: Absolutely, would be like be- I, mean, I
1: disagree. I think a quarterback like Drew Brees makes the Saints. Right? Agree. Like Drew Brees is absolutely Brees. the reason the Saints are where they are. Uh, really? Yeah. Um,
2: are you watching the same team that I've watched? Because Sean
1: Payton, that talent, Drew Brees that talent to build the offense that around. That talent.
2: Him. First of all, you have one of the best offensive lines in football. Do they not? To protect Drew Brees, the best. Off- Anybody could stand behind that pocket and throw the ball, buddy. You, you can could put, put Jameis Winston behind there, and before and be they successful. had that
1: offensive line,
2: that is one of the most that talented lines the most. New. One of the most profound offensive-minded coach in NFL history, running that team. Am I wrong or right? You're right. Okay, but then why did he okay. want Drew Brees? Okay, what What do you mean? Why did he want Drew Brees?
1: Why did he want Drew Brees? He then? was the best available. If anybody quarterback. could work, he was why is he, he was the best. Brees?
2: He was the best quarterback available that year. When so you Phillip think JT, JT Barrett drafted? can just
1: go and do that? What do you mean JT Barrett or Teddy Bridgewater? Those two guys are just gonna fill right in, and the Saints are not gonna miss a beat. Uh,
2: I think Teddy Bridgewater would fit very, very well within this. They're not gonna
1: miss a beat. I, I, we don't know. You're too smart don't not know. to say that. We don't
2: know. How do we you're know? You're not that dumb. What mean? I'm not dumb? Like you're not that dumb. Trees. What happened?
0: Drew Brees is special.
2: I'm not – again, trees. I'm not saying that you're Drew Brees
0: – I'm not – are
2: you kidding me? So, so, Jeff, you're telling me the number one ranking offensive line last year. It was number one. Number one offensive line in football. Okay, And Drew Brees that stands back in the pocket and waits to throw the ball. He, is, he sits in the pocket to throw the ball. You're going to tell me that if I got Matthew Stafford behind that line he wouldn't be successful. They wouldn't be a Super Bowl contender. Well, I'm sorry, no. and I'm not saying I'm not saying Drew Brees isn't great, and he's not one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. You are selfish and wrong if you don't think selfish. with that talent, that offense, with that talent, with the running back, with the wide receiver, with that, with that offensive line, he wouldn't be successful under the line of scrimmage with that coach. I'm sorry, but you're wrong. Until
3: up to this year, though, the running backs and receivers were a, a platoon a lot
1: of right. the time. And Calvin Johnson, better backs. receiver than Drew Brees has ever had. Good
3: running backs. Great wide receiver. Probably the best
2: wide receiver in football last year.
1: But Matt, Matt Stafford last had Calvin year, yeah, Not his whole career.
2: He's
3: only been in the league for two years.
1: Matt Stafford? they wide
2: receiver.
3: Matt Stafford had Calvin no, Johnson. But- you're saying if Matthew Stafford was drafted by the Saints in 2009, he would have the same career success, no, pre-Michael I, Thomas, I, pre-Alvin Kamara.
2: I didn't, I didn't say that. Right. I said that if you would put Matthew Stafford behind that line from last year...
1: Marcus Colston would have been gone in two years. If you put Matthew Stafford Jimmy behind Graham that line... Graham never has that success. If you put Matthew... How, how do you know? Because Drew Brees made Jimmy Graham special, Okay. Errol. He played with Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, who are arguably what, what line, two of the top what five quarterback One line has Matthew
2: Stafford. And Matthew Stafford, if you look at his numbers in the last seven or eight we years. We agree on Matt some of the greatest. I
1: like Sorry, Matt Stafford. Uh, He's right. not
2: Drew Brees. I didn't say he was Drew Brees. So I said, You can't say that they wouldn't miss a beat. How do you know they wouldn't miss a beat? There's the best yeah, offensive line of football.
1: Win. Drew Brees on the Lions would be better than Matt Stafford on the Saints. Really? That much I know. How do you know? Because Drew Brees is the offense. That
2: offensive line is terrible. Are right really? now, the Saints' not. offensive
1: line was terrible offensive before they terrible. fixed it up recently.
2: Speedy, you're gonna sit here. it's not terrible. How many times did Matthew Stafford get sacked last year? No, they're not average, terrible. Average. Average. What? How many? Let's go I'll, look. Let's go look. Let's go look. Okay. Go look at Mr. Stat- that's, statistician. That's not. Go look. If, if you want
3: to pick on any weakness of the Lions, it's not offensive line.
2: Go look at their offensive line and see how many times Matthew Stafford got sacked.
1: He got sacked but a lot. Errol, it's a lot Drew Brees last has been year. with the Saints for almost 12 40, years.
3: 40.
2: 40 times. And let me see. Where was he ranked in, in stats last year in sacks? Let's just go. I bet you in a top five.
3: No. Speedy. Yeah, He is not let's, in the top five. Let's, where was he? Deshaun Watson. Where he, was was tied, deck, he was tied like
2: for third. 10th. Oh, okay. So a top 10. Okay. How many times did Drew Brees get sacked?
3: Uh, 21 21 times
1: I'm not saying The line's not good But you're times. acting like That line's been good The entire no. time He's been there No but you see You build a team
2: You build a team Around the line If If you don't have A good offensive line You don't have A good defensive line You're not winning that's just agreed. the way it is. That's Agreed. Agreed. Okay, so you put Matthew Stafford behind that line. He would have been successful last year. Absolutely right, would have he been not successful. but not more
1: successful than Drew Brees. How do you know? Because Case Keenum took the Vikings with the same roster to the NFC Championship game. And freaking Kirk Cousins, who everyone glorifies as his top elite quarterback. I don't see it. I think he's borderline not even average. Didn't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm.
4: Sucks know, in man. the red zone, and they regress dramatically. you want to know so something? That was a lot about system. That was a lot about agreed chemistry between quarterback and Agreed.
2: You're helping my point. No, not. Why... no, reason... no! Everybody's helping your point. You sound like an idiot. I'm so sick and tired of it. Agreed. You're helping Drew my point. Your point is, your is, point is idiotic. Errol? It's idiotic. Errol, it's idiotic. To the I'm so sick and tired of you. You're proving my point. You your, are point, proving is wrong. My point. your point is wrong. Your point is wrong. I proved your point wrong system. every single time. Yes, I have. I just told you that fucking what's his name again was at 40 sacks. Forty Errol, sack times. What the hell does that mean? I'm so sick and tired of hearing you prove your point. Your point Errol, is wrong. The it is is wrong. is built around It troopers. is wrong.
1: It's so wrong. You don't know what you're talking yeah, no. about. Oh. You have no, no fucking clue no fucking what you're clue. talking no about. No fucking clue. Not even a fucking clue. Not fucking clue. Right? Drew Brees right. is the right. system. He is they the They drafted system. Alvin yeah. Kamara because mm-hmm. he is a perfect fit really. for Drew Brees. Really? They drafted he was the Nike system Simon. last year. Man. Yeah. yeah okay. Is Marcus Colston gonna go in the hall of fame with any other quarterback? Oh my god. No, he's you're not. You're bringing you're bringing Jimmy less. Graham left, you're, and oh what happened god. to him? I'm Robert Meacham left what
2: happened to him? Are you are you done? What are you done? I He's the system. Uh, are, are done? system. Are you done? Are you done? It's Drew Brees' system. No, yes, it's, it's the coach's system. Oh it's the coach's God. system. And Teddy Bridgewater Teddy Bridgewater stayed there because he is the next quarterback in line. And by the way, when Drew what Brees, does that mean? When, here's what it means: when when Drew Brees retires, which I think it will be this year, Teddy Bridgewater will be successful in that system. What is because because he sat. And he watched, and he's got a great offensive line, great wide receivers, great running backs, and his system fits him just like it fit any quarterback that is decent in the league. Yes, you just mentioned Case Keenum. Case Keenum, who's uh, not even a starting quarterback in the league. How far did he take his team?
1: The NFC Championship game. NFC
2: Championship said. game, yes. Oh, uh, prove you your, so point. your point. Proving your point. Proving your point. Proving he's your point. He's a better system uh, fit, is uh, he not? A, he's a better system fit. Now, Matthew Stafford, who has a great arm, right? Right on. One of the best arms in
3: football. Yeah,
2: right. right. Not yeah. the right? same
3: accuracy level. Nah, though, that as, has nothing to do with. It. I'm not even talking. I'm
2: not even talking about accuracy level, Speedy. I'm not even talking about that. By the way, how many interceptions did Matthew Stafford
3: have last year? How 100. many interceptions? <laughs> Hundred. How many interceptions? He had eleven.
2: He had eleven. How Eight many did more. Drew? How many did Drew Brees have?
3: Eight, seven. I, I think it was less. Uh... Yeah, seven. <laughs> seven. So Matthew Stafford,
2: who's on one of the worst teams in the NFL, okay? Drew Brees, who's on the best team, most talented team in the NFL. He only threw four more interceptions. Matthew Stafford only threw hey, Speedy, four more interceptions. You got interceptions. up,
1: right? Let's do completion yeah, go, percentage. Go look, go, go look, look at, at Yeah. yeah. Well, well,
2: Look at the look at the wide receivers he has, and look at what Matthew Stafford has. Garbage! Matt Stafford Garbage. had
1: the greatest wide receiver out of either of them.
2: Oh, my God. Calvin Johnson? Yeah, how, how Calvin long ago, Johnson. How long ago did Calvin Johnson play and he left? That's fine, mm-hmm.
1: but imagine fine. Drew Brees with him. Well, look at the team that he threw to last year.
2: Who was his starting wide receiver last year? Who was his number one wide receiver? You know it, Jeff. We talked about it. Who was his number one wide receiver? Kenny Galladay was his number one wide receiver. And how do you like Kenny Galladay? How do you like him?
1: He's awful. He's awful. I wouldn't say he's awful. Okay,
2: who was the number one wide receiver for Drew Brees? Michael
1: Michael Thomas.
2: Thomas. Where was he ranked last year? In what? In the league And wide receiver, He receivers. had the most catches in football He was the best yeah. wide receiver okay. In catch In Watts In Watts well, In Watts split- oh, Drew Brees makes a what? lot of guys Better than what they really are uh, Michael Thomas is a great player Just like player. Tom Brady You put does. Michael Thomas On that Lions team he, he's, he's, he's just as good He's a good player Just as good He's a good player Yes I think he's a very so good player So Matt
1: Stafford All the throws him by five yards I
2: think if Matthew Stafford Has the offensive line That he has right That Drew Brees has right now And the weapons he has He would be successful Yes Yes, I don't, I don't think know Michael how Thomas successful.
1: Fit. Why? Because he's a possession receiver, and Matt Stafford likes to sling the ball. Uh,
2: Matthew, Stafford, Matthew Stafford can throw every single pass.
1: I understand he that. He can throw I every don't disagree single with pass. You, but his accuracy range from Drew Brees'. Go-to guys right. are not mm-hmm. ideal. Now, fits.
2: now Matthew Stafford had he was sacked forty times. Drew Brees to twenty-one. He threw four less into he fought four more interceptions in Drew Brees. And you're going to sit here and tell me that if Matthew Stafford played. Behind the best offensive line in football. The best. Hands down, the best. Not even close. Okay, Not even close. Besides new, Indianapolis. Al. What do you mean relatively new? It's been that's two t- years.
1: Right. It's been two that years.
2: And Drew Brees has been there ten years before oh, the line was God. built. God. This, this is not my argument. And here. by the way, they this had the worst defense here. in
1: NFL history, and they had eight wins. Mm. Matt Stafford's worth eight wins? Drew Brees ain't. Drew Brees is where they went. Is Matt Stafford where they went?
2: Let me ask you a question. Where was their
1: defense? Why don't ranked? you answer my where question? Where was their
2: defense ranked last year? The Saints.
1: They were the best run stopping team in football, and they were like fifteenth against the pass. Mm.
2: But where were they ranked all around?
1: Top ten probably. Probably like seven.
2: Seven. Six. They were seven. So they were one of the best defensive teams in the league. Yeah. Okay. Where was Stafford's defense?
1: Probably worse. Yeah. Where were they? I don't know. I'd probably say 21, 22. <laughs>
2: they were probably, they were one of the, they were they Errol, in the 20s.
1: You're talking about just this year. You have to go back from the entire. I'm point not even time.
2: talking about. I'm talking about where you, when you, when you look at a quarterback and you look at the team and the way the team is built. Yeah. If you build around the defense, the defensive line and the offensive line, it doesn't matter how great the, you could be, you could they be an all-time player. They built around the offensive
3: line. What? They built around Drew freaking Breeze. 25th points, 24th yards. So where were they ranked? Right. 24th, in, 24th in yards like 24th 327 football. yards a game in, 20, 25th in points 20 So he points played
2: he, he played. Uh, he had one of the worst defensive teams in the league He had one of the worst offensive lines in football And uh, he threw Four More interceptions Here's the point If you put Matthew Stafford on the Saints He would be successful and they would be a Super Bowl contender no. Still
1: Yes 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 that's I don't know what it is. if you're trying to insult no, Drew Brees. I'm not insulting. I'm not saying like Drew Brees not over- one of
2: the greatest quarterbacks of all time. But again, the system is run by the coach. He's the one right? who drafts. The GM drafts those players. Does he not? Right. The coach calls Why the, the plays. Just take
1: Kyler Murray and give up on a more talented quarterback in Josh Rosen. How do
4: we know that? You want to know something? How do I'll we tell know you that
1: right now? How do we know that?
4: Who the hell knows? How do we know that?
1: Do you he's know he's that? He's a better system fit.
4: Oh. How do you know Does that, that that's what Cliff been saying for three months. No, but that is a system. Kyler
2: play. Murray has better numbers than Baker Mayfield with the same coach and the same team in, in the same division.
1: You want to go by that? Name one. Uh, I'm just. I'm just. i to bring up a stat. Just, Mikey C told me. Name uh, uh, one quarterback. Dude, I, I, I wanna, for one don't, year. Don't.
2: And what's Don't listen to Mikey C because Mikey C was the one that sat here and said there's no way in hell the Giants are drafting a quarterback in the first round. And I told him right to his face. And Mark Salino sitting here saying you guys don't know what Name the hell you're talking about. have a quarterback
1: that succeeded with one. Year of college experience and then went to the NFL. I have yet to see it. What was the question? Name one quarterback in college mm-hmm. that started for just one year mm-hmm. and went to the NFL and succeeded. One Tom long Brady. term. Uh, go ahead. Tom Brady. Well, Tom Brady didn't start at all, so that, that he doesn't even count. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He started. Yes, he did. He did. All right, so Tom Brady, the greatest of all time. That's your so, opinion. So you have to That's find the greatest quarterback ever.
2: That's your opinion. That's your
1: opinion.
0: I mean, it just blows up your whole theory that no one's successful doing it, though.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Not really, because you said he split time. No. And he was a sixth-round pick.
0: No, he split time his junior year with Drew Henson, Mm -hmm. and he started his senior year.
1: Mm -hmm. So Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, I'll say it again. Only
0: started one season. Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, I I understand what you said, Jeff. I, I understand. That's what you have to expect from the guy that can do that. Then,
2: you do know no. in football. You do know in football that you're you're practically redshirted for two years, mostly before you can even put yourself sat behind a in guy the NFL. That
1: went to the Yankees to play third base.
2: And by the way, there are quarterbacks that played one year. Sam Donald's one of them. He he, he could be very successful. Could. Uh, yeah, he could. And we're we're not going to know
0: again. Sam Donald played two years.
2: No, but. Okay, yeah, he did play two years. You're right. he did. It's changed. The, le- the, the rules of college football has changed. You have to play. You have to be at least a college player for two years before you can be drafted. So I don't know if you'll ever see something like that again. And if you do, hey, Kyler Murray could do it, and, and, and Haskins could do it. Yes. And that doesn't mean they can't be successful. Why? Because we've never seen it, or we have seen it once, that it can't be successful?
0: It can totally be successful. Mm-hmm. I, totally, like, I think, think Kylo Murray is in the best position for him to succeed.
2: Absolutely. I said the same thing. I said the same thing, and I think Kyler Murray will be successful.
4: See, here's the thing with Kyler Murray. Okay, um, the head coach actually took the safest thing possible for him coming in because mm-hmm. he knows I mean, all the calls. I mean, his job depends on he it. He knows all the calls. But, no, But in terms of the offense, when he, the offense that he's coming over from and the one that he's going into, Okay, he already knows the calls. He pretty much knows just by knowing that offense, and a lot of people have said it. Well, that's right, but no one else will. You know what I mean? Uh, That's 50% of the book right there, just knowing and having some kind of knowledge of that. You know what I mean? So he took the safe bet, but now, is that necessarily going to make him successful? Yeah, we don't know if the system's going to work for the NFL Here's the other part with that system, Okay. Who does he have complimenting him? Because as much as the quarterback has to throw the ball, somebody has to catch the damn thing for it to be a They had a pretty good draft. They They had a pretty good draft.
3: And they drafted no no offensive line. (laughs) fine, but they had a very good draft.
4: That right there. Okay, and we've all seen in terms of... offensive
2: line. And who had the best offensive line in football last year?
1: (laughs) Because they wanted to protect their Hall of Fame Everybody wants to
2: everybody wants to protect their quarterback everybody wants to draft oh the next Drew god, Brees god you are oh. I just, I sometimes I just don't understand you. You are, you are so oblivious to the world.
1: No, everybody
2: to You're thinking, what do the Patriots backwards. do every year? They find another one. They find they another They build another, around you. Tom Brady, you yeah, putts! They'll build around any quarterback. They need an offensive line. They need a defensive
4: you line. You know one thing. One thing, no. What are you
0: talking about? They need an offensive line. No. They had one of the best
2: lines. No, players. I'm not saying that. Oh, I'm saying. Are. I No, you're not, again, you're not listening to me, Jeff. I said every team wants to build around an offensive line and a defensive line. That is the sign of success. It doesn't Tom matter. Tom has the quickest
1: release in football. You're going to tell me that all those offensive linemen are going to translate anywhere else? You say it yourself. There's not an offensive player that leaves Bill Belichick and has success. Mm-hmm. So that has nothing to do with Tom Brady?
2: Well, there are offensive players that have been successful out of uh, uh, leaving. Oh, Wes Welker, who went
1: where? No. To with Josh
2: successful. McDaniels. To Denver. No, he
3: wasn't. He actually struggled there. He had one good year in Denver. He when they played had well that in Denver. Never, never the to the level of what he had with the Patriots. England, Nobody's telling them the level. Why,
2: why does everybody have to do the same thing with the same level to be great, Speedy? He was
0: successful. The only successful. player that left New England and was successful was Asante Samuel.
1: Yeah, and, and Tlaib and to, for and to a short, point, short time.
0: Tyler's point, just to prove Tyler's point, and I can't believe that I so agree with Tyler on this. Mm-hmm. No, people, people aren't good in New England and then go somewhere else and are good. You want the proof? Look at the New York Giants. How's Nate Soldier doing at left tackle? Good.
2: Here's good. the thing, Speedy. I mean, here's the thing, Jeff. In in conversation, so you're gonna say you're gonna, say, you're gonna first the of the all, football first of all, football. the Patriots <laughs> are a completely different run team. <laughs> They're a completely different run team and completely different coach. If you look at all the other teams and all the other successive teams, they build around offensive line speed, um, uh, Jeff. No,
5: no, Errol, you're wrong. Tyler's completely right on this.
0: You know why Nate Solder was considered good? Because Tom Brady throws the ball super quick. So Nate Solder's stats were boosted. So what did the Giants do? They made him one of the highest paid uh, left tackles in football, and guess what he did? He sucked
1: out loud. Just like Trent Brown will but next. First year. of all, Solder was hurt half the season,
2: and in the second half of the season, he played pretty well. Okay, so and yes, when the schedule got easier. All right, we'll see what about. he
4: does when he plays when, when he's fully healthy this year. But you want to know something? When it comes to offensive linemen, and I'm not going against anybody's point because obviously he had a, a, a pretty shitty year. A lot of times, unlike defensive line, okay, that's more of an independent assignment situation. When you have an offensive line, it is if there, if one guy's not working. Let's be real. What happens? Sacks, openings. You know, containment is broken. Things of that nature. I'm not. I'm not saying he. Hey, had am not justifying an offensive he, line. And that's the whole thing. I'm not a just. I'm not saying he had a great. I'm not justifying. No, him. we. I you understand. know what I mean. But here's the thing. Okay. This year, do not be surprised if he has a hell of a lot better or, or more of that. I, mean, I would hope Mace so. Soldier year. I would hope he so won't. too. I'm a giant fan. He won't. But I'm just simply saying. <laughs> and the other thing that I appreciate about the Patriots. Okay, if you ever notice this all throughout history that anybody has played with the Patriots, after the Patriots are done with them, they're gone. Agreed. They do not get sentimental. I never about said anybody. that. That's not true. No, I'm either. not saying. I'm I never, saying never saying that. said that. Chandler true. Jones is it. the only one I've look seen at, that got, a got traded. Perfect and example. Still playing at a high level. Corey Dillon used them up. Bye. You know, Rishay Caldwell. I, well, I, bye. <laughs>
0: that, that, that's true to an extent. But
4: no, but I I'm actually giving them props them. for that. No, 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 I'm giving props no, for no, that
0: agree with you it's true to an extent but the only player that's the exception to that is Tom Brady cuz they tried to get rid of him when Garoppolo was there and, and Kraft
4: stepped in and you want to know something no, and, and Edelman
1: and Edelman Well yeah well, but in hindsight they're lucky that Robert Kraft said no cuz Jimmy G played what four games last games?
0: year three three games yeah
1: So yeah. I mean maybe they're lucky that Robert Kraft said you know what we're going to hold on to Tom Brady
3: Pat's got a second round pick out of it. That was good for them. The whole point,
2: my my whole point of this conversation is, if Matthew Stafford was behind that New Orleans Saints offensive line, being protected the way he was protected with the the running backs and the firepower they had, he would have been just as successful as Drew Brees. That doesn't mean that I think he's better than Drew Brees. I'm just saying the way the offense is moved by the coach and the way the plays are called by the coach, his style, his arm strength fit still with the Saints. There are quarterbacks in the league that if you put him, if you put Tom Brady in that offense, you don't think he'd be successful? He would. He's. You don't, you don't, hold on, hold on, Tyler. You're comparing Matt Stafford to Tom Brady? No, I'm not, I, I'm, not, I'm, not I I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> comparing. I'm not, I'm not comparing. Again, I'm not comparing them. Jesus, you guys are what so stupid. What are you going to do, say Aaron Rodgers' you're name stupid. next? No, I'm saying that I'm naming quarterbacks that would have played through that offensive line that would have been successful. That's what I'm saying. So you cannot honestly
3: not, tell me it's not just the offensive line though; it's the system as a whole. And exactly, and that's the coach, fit. and that is the coach.
1: Right, but the coach not every quarterback
3: it. would fit. It's a complicated offense. Matthew Stafford, you don't think he'd fit that offense? Don't don't you know, give me that crap,
1: Speedy. I really don't, don't think give me that fits. crap. Speedy. I don't know.
3: There's no guarantee. There's you no guarantee it, but, from anybody. Right. They don't, I'm not, have I'm not you arguing know. with you. I'm just saying there's no guarantee.
0: Man, I feel so bad for my homeboy with the beard sitting next to Errol. I love watching this. I love watching this live stream right now and looking at his face, worried he's going to catch the second Listen, hand
4: stupid coming this, off of Errol. This is the. This is. This is. Priceless, personally. You know what's fu-
2: you know what's funny, Jeff? I know you're going to go against me no matter what I say, so I don't really care what you say. So you can keep yapping your mouth and say what you want to say. And sometimes I can agree with you, but most of the time I look at you and I listen to you and I say, you know what, I could care less what you say because you're wrong.
1: But, All right. Errol, well, wait, I do have second. somebody else's opinion on here. Oh, you can uh, go real first. Real quick, Errol. Is this, Who is this? Is this $1,000 Jeff? Guido? Wait, yeah, is this- it is. It oh, actually, yeah. yeah Guido. I'm going to
2: listen to Mike Guido. I'm
1: just, Matt Stafford is no more than average Quarterback at best, really? he's not going to have the same average impact as
2: quarterback. Brady is
1: the anomaly to everything. He was never supposed to be what he is now.
2: Okay, so Matthew Staff- Matthew Stafford has been an
0: average quarterback. The Errol marks of football, right? Like he's got a higher opinion of himself than what he really is.
4: Matthew Stafford is an average quarterback. Hey Jeff, while they're, while they're looking up all these stats, were you serious about the thousand dollars?
0: Oh yeah, dude. You want to? Know I'll change it from Rodney to Arrow. Like, if you can choke out Arrow right <laughs> now,
4: I'll then you anything that you want right now, my man. No, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I all, can't right. Do that to all right, all right. So here, here
2: here's here's where guy, here's where go. Mike Guido is completely wrong. Okay, he plays for the Lions, right? Who? Matthew Stafford, right?
5: Yeah. Bad Lion on, team.
2: Check. Bad Lion team. So let's see: three, six, nine, ten seasons. Okay. He's got almost 40,000 40, yards thrown, okay? 237 touchdowns. 237. No, no one's doing that on, on. on. average. He's average. He's I thrown, didn't he, average. I did not say
1: he was an average. Mike Guido's an
2: idiot, okay? He's thrown over 100 more touchdowns than interception. How is he average, Guido? How is he average? You know what? I, this is why I would love to sit in with you and Guido because I would sit there and just yell at both of you because it's so Errol, ridiculous to say that Matthew Stafford is average.
1: But no one else. That said is he was not average. an
2: average quarterback. I didn't say he was an on average a and a crappy team. A
1: crappy I team. Bet you,
0: I will bet you. anything you want right now, Go Tyler, ahead. That Errol has a pair of Matthew Stafford feeding pajamas. No
1: one. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, I want to take that bet, but for the sake of money, I will not. I, I, I would. I would. I would. You would, take would probably that
2: lose that bet because I don't. So, not yet. Never.
1: Do you want one? Never. I'll buy
2: you one. Never. I don't I need you to buy calls. me anything. I understand. it's, It's ridiculous. I listen to Guido's crap that comes out of his mouth. He puts Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, and Babe Ruth in his top 10, 10, 9, and 8. Ridiculous. Retarded. And that's why I can't sit here and listen to Guido either. It's stupidity. It's stupidity. And that's why Jeff. he put LeBron James over Michael Jordan. Agreed. It's ridiculous. Jeff, it's Jeff, absolutely buddy,
1: ridiculous. I uh, wouldn't even listen I'm going to gonna, it. I'm going to have to have you go now because Mike Guido wants to call in and get in on this as well. No, he that's, can get on and up, but I'm leaving. So totally
0: fine. I know Errol has to go back to shoot it too because he
2: is a clown. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if I'm going to shoot it too, I'd probably win and make a lot of money. Something that you probably don't have, so it wouldn't even matter.
0: Pennywise, you are absolutely
2: pennywise. Circus, bro. Well, I I wise. I love being pennywise, but you know what you are? You're a fool. You're a fool. You're a circus. You're. If I'm a clown, you're a circus clown. Okay, because that's what you look like. You talk wait, like wait. one. You talk like it. I don't we all it. float down here. I mean, like seriously. What's the
1: difference between a clown and a what? circus clown?
2: Well, they're different they're clowns that go to like house parties and then there's circus clowns in the circus
0: Jesus Arrow's so dumb man it's just <laughs> unbelievable
2: I'm dumb I'm dumb oh,
0: yeah yeah you're you're. Matthew Hang Matthew Stafford on, uh, is better please. than everybody else. Who's your next favorite quarterback, I, Jamarcus Russell?
2: I didn't say... <laughs> I, first of all, first of all, first of all, I did not say Matthew Stafford is better than every single quarterback in a league. I'm going to I'm saying that he is not an average quarterback, and if you put Matthew Stafford on that team, he would be as successful in that offense. Yes, I would. Right now. not. I'm not talking about Drew Brees eight, nine years ago talking about hasn't now. Regressed.
1: I'm talking about now. Drew Brees hasn't regressed oh at all. Drew Brees is slower. So what? He's still mm-hmm. – Errol, he has like eight of the top ten. He's not running What has Matthew Stafford
2: won? He's on a crappy team, Jeff. He's on a crappy team with how many, how many coaches? How many coaches? How many coaches has Matthew Stafford had in the last 10 seasons? Hmm, let me see. Four? 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 Going on five because your Patriot coach that never is successful is going to be number five to be humiliated over there in Detroit? Come on, man. It's ridiculous. May- I was so sick Maybe of Maybe
0: if Matthew this. Stafford were able it's to get a few more touchdowns, he wouldn't be getting his coaches fired.
2: Goodbye, Jeff. Thank you. I appreciate you Tyler, calling. Tyler,
0: always a pleasure. I can't believe I'm saying this, but you're so much better than Errol is. He is so oh.
1: stupid. I'm, I'm, I'm insulted it took you that long to figure this out. I, I could have told you that Jeff, when I started Jeff, no here. matter
2: what you say, I know you're going to go against me, so I could care less what you say. Thank you for listening. It's so funny, too, because I heard, I heard what Tyler said about Troy
0: Aikman, about being the homer and stuff. I actually have a list of the most annoying personalities uh, you know in entertainment, right? Troy Aikman four, Joe Buck three, Booger McFarlane two, Errol Marks, number one. I knew he was gonna, <laughs>
2: I knew he was gonna put me there.
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I could care less I could care less what you do. If uh, I'm such a bad entertainer, why do you listen? Goodbye. Thank
0: just
2: you. To, just to uh, dude, you you're so stupid. I, I don't care you. what you say. Goodbye.
0: Bye, uh, pumpkin. <laughs>
2: And and that's Jeff. That's Jeff. That is Jeff. He will call up and attack me for <laughs> everything, and I could
1: care less what Jeff says. So because before Mike. Jeff Guido is in a, a whole him, other world too. I, from what he says, uh, so he's a Patriot no, fan. Yeah, well, I mean, so is Mikey. C. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I, it's been. I don't know what's gonna go on next. Uh, we're gonna take a break. I don't know when really I'm allowed to go on, and so what I'm I out I would, of here. No, my, you have to stay because Mike Guido wants a piece of you. No, so. Okay.
4: I'm, I'm, guys, you I'm might, yeah. real. you I, might, I got long, long leaving. Ago, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got,
5: I
2: got well, things to do. We, I don't need that. You I know what? Guido wants it, a piece though. of me. I he it. wants a piece of me. Come into the studio and get a piece of me because I can't listen to his crap either. Thank you.
1: So, um, I guess, Mike Guido, you've missed your chance at Errol Marks. I, I don't know what to tell you unless you call like right now. No, I'm leaving. He's leaving, he's had enough. <gasps> So that's the first hour of the home stretch. Um, the first hour is always fun. Um, we don't have any sponsors anymore, so whatever. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> so for the second hour, our 15 minutes, I don't really know how long I can go. I'm just going to keep going. So when we come back, I never really got to say why Kevin Durant's injury is a good thing for Golden State find out why next on the home stretch
0: you're, you're, you're listening to the worldwide sports radio network and, and, and that is the baseball team little league fantasy league we are ba- ba- back with the home stretch on, on the worldwide sports radio network
1: hello welcome back to the home stretch um no i have no idea how the hell i'm going to top that but i'm going to try um mike guido who was texting me while Errol was losing his mind over there, is now on the phone. That's why we got Jeff off the phone. Errol Marks has left. Uh, Mike Guido, though, I know that you have a point to make, so I'd feel bad had I not let you get your point across, buddy. What do you have to say?
0: Oh, yeah, and by the way, I know that Errol left just because he didn't want me to roast him for the next half hour. But, um... (laughs) Yeah. If, by the way, if he if, if he can't possibly listen to my show because of all the crap that I spew out of my mouth, then how come the last thing he brought up that was uh, quote unquote crap was about a list that I made up about three weeks to about a month ago?
1: Well, that's what I want to know. To be fair, that, that I don't understand how you had LeBron above Jordan either.
0: Well, look, that's a separate dis- that's a separate discussion, and I realize that I'm in the minority on that one. But again, it's it's just funny to me how. The thing that he brings up is something that I did. God, it, had, it I mean, when did Tiger win the Masters? It had to be a month ago, right? I mean, yeah. Seriously.
3: I think um, we're approaching But, yeah,
0: it, yeah. I, I'm actually – this is one of those rare occasions, Tyler, where I actually agree with you. Um, and
1: I, well, I think that – It's very rare that you're right, so I understand that it's rare for you. <laughs> well,
0: because I think it boils down to this. Think about this. If you guys are talking about Matthew Stafford and Drew Brees, right? Um, That's not even how the he, conversation started. That, well – that's kind of where I picked it up, and that's why I started texting you because I couldn't believe everything that he was saying because he wasn't making any sense, okay? Even, from, even if I agree with him, he wasn't making any logical sense. Think about it like this. It boils down to this, and this is why he, doesn't, um, he didn't articulate his point well. Because, okay, uh, if Matthew Stafford could have as much success as Drew Brees in the Saints' offense, and they like the Saints would be just as good, right?
1: They won't. But all right.
0: then isn't he saying that Matthew Stafford is as good as Drew Brees, even though he was saying that Matthew Stafford isn't as good as Drew Brees? Right. Like it, I think it just boils down to that. If you put in a worse quarterback into an offense, it makes your offense worse. I mean that it's common sense. If I took okay, let's let's say this. If I took Andy Dalton and put him on the Green Bay Packers, the Green Bay Packers would be two, three wins worse. And the only reason I'm saying that is because they probably won a couple of games, but it's not like the Packers are any good anyway. But that's my point. You put a, you put a worse quarterback into an offense, that offense is going to be worse. Plain and simple.
1: Not only that, it, I mean, my whole point, and I don't know why no one understood this, if you now, I'm, I agree that the system in New England is Tom Brady. I don't think I think it's very similar to Drew. But if you are one of these small-minded people that think that it's Bill Belichick and Tom Brady has nothing to do with it, fine. Drew Brees though is the pulse of the team. The offense is through him. It's just like Zeke in Dallas, just like Todd Gurley and with the Rams. It's just like Saquon now with the Giants, it, uh, Baker in Cleveland. I, I can't explain this enough. The team is built through Drew Brees. Yes, they had the best offensive line in Allen football. You know why? They didn't need to draft weapons because Drew Brees was going to make whoever he had work. They knew offensive line. That's what we're going to do. All right, defensive front. Okay, there's a corner here. We'll take him. Okay, there's a safety here. We'll take him. Everything else was offensive line. Ryan Ramsick shouldn't have even fell to them. But he did.
3: Saints, they traded he, right. up to get him. He was one of the guys I wanted the Giants to take.
1: <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Yeah, of course. But, but, but
0: like, even, even if you dive into both of their, their previous histories, right, if you dive into both of their pasts, he's got the completely wrong idea of what their pasts were like, okay? Matthew Stafford, yeah, his team isn't very good now. Matthew Stafford used to have Megatron. Matthew Stafford, like I said Matthew that three Stafford or four times, had a team where they all had at the same time. Matthew Stafford had Calvin Johnson, Nate Burleson, Golden Tate, and Marvin Jones all on the same team at the same time, and he still couldn't hit any of them, right? And if you go back that far, also into Drew Brees' history, Drew Brees' offensive line was awful until about what, two years, three ago. years ago two years ago uh, I mean Drew Brees didn't have any protection either oh and by the way Michael Thomas has been in the league for what two, two or years. three seasons three seasons who was, his, for, who was his best receiver before that Marcus Colston Marcus Colston I, I mean it makes absolutely no sense Drew Brees was in a worse situation than Stafford years ago and Drew's, Drew Brees was still better and now we're actually seeing, and to be honest, it, it isn't even close to an argument because as the talent around Drew Brees has gotten better, Drew Brees has elevated even more. And as the uh, talent around Matthew Stafford has debilitated and gotten worse, Matthew Stafford has gotten worse. You think the, honestly, do you think the Saints are planning on moving on from Drew Brees for, uh, for anything else other than age? Matthew Stafford's not old, and the Lions are thinking about moving on from him completely. He's his contract's almost up. They might let him walk. I mean, it, it makes zero sense. I, I'm completely on your side with this one. Oh, and I will. I also want to say this as well, with the college quarterback that starts one year thing. Okay, I, I'm one of those guys that believes that guys that uh, start one uh, only start one year in college can have success, but. For them to bring up Tom Brady in that is stupid. Tom Brady is the anomaly to everything, okay? Tom Brady was the anomaly to everything. He was a sixth round pick. He split time, and he plays for the greatest coach to ever coach this game. Uh, it, It is a complete and utter anomaly what Tom
5: Brady's career is. Right.
0: So, yeah. I think that was insane, and I, I, I think I'm I'm very disappointed that Earl just kind of ran off with his tail between his legs and didn't want me to shred him for a half hour. He should have just sat there and took it like a man.
1: He would probably say something about how you would take it from men right about now. Oh God! Yeah, I'm that, just trying to that, think.
3: That'll delay the show another half hour.
1: Right, 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 right. <laughs> but did did you get everything you needed to get out buddy
0: uh yeah pretty much
1: (laughs) i told you you should have came it would have been fun hello oh
0: by the way the warriors are still going to win the nba finals though
1: oh all right do you want to be on for this
0: i don't know what do you have coming golden state i'll 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 stick around if you need me to
1: yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't need you to do anything. But if you want to stay, you're more than welcome. So here's the thing. Okay. Um Everyone – now, obviously, this is – I wanted to touch on this yesterday, right? right. So that you're my witness to this. Mm-hmm. Yesterday we got a little off topic because Junior's a putz. But um, so Kevin Durant's um, – thankfully wasn't Achilles. They're calling it a calf strain right now. So a mild calf strain, which is almost torn. Here's the thing that I want to say right now. Yes, Kevin Durant is a huge loss for Golden State. It is. Doesn't matter at all, though. Not even a millicule. Do you know why? you know what lineup they're starting right now? Almost verbatim. The 73-9 and win team. Just swab out Harrison Barnes for Andre Gudala, which is an upgrade, even at his age. And that's who Houston's playing now. Oh, by the way, Steph Curry now doesn't have to defer, doesn't have to accommodate ISO ball. Steph Curry will have, will have the best finals we've ever seen him have. And here's the other thing. The matchup that he's going to get in the next round, if he does get Denver, he might struggle. He might because Gary Harris and Jamal uh, Jamal Murray are going to be very good, but... Lillard and McCollum, they might get roasted for 40 a night. Now, Lillard's going to march them for 42, but I think Golden State will play better team basketball than they did with Kevin Durant this entire postseason. This is the team that they've accommodated with. These guys know each other better than anything. And here's the other part for Golden State. And this is the biggest plus that I haven't I haven't heard anyone say it yet. This hurts Kevin Durant going into free agency. It absolutely will help Golden State. I don't think he's leaving. You don't leave an A to go to a C. You don't leave a wife to go be with a hoe and you are not leaving a well-run organization to go to the Knicks. I've heard the rumors, I've heard the chatter. Just to back that up some more, when New, the New York Knicks made this huge mega poster, right, about, oh, Kevin Durant, this is what you are as a Knick. What did Kevin Durant say? Literally, what did he say? That stuff doesn't impress me. Basically saying, all right, you know, that's cool and all, but you're still the Knicks. Now, I get it. The New York Knicks have a ton of ton of positives. Uh, you play in New York City, the endorsements. Rock Nation, Jay-Z will pull some strings. I get it. Uh, Again, Madison Square Garden speaks for itself. And the fact that if you're that guy to bring a championship to New York, you're going to be thrown up there with Jordan just because of the magnitude of the city you're in. Whether it's right or wrong, just like LeBron in Cleveland, Kevin Durant happens in New York. Point blank. Here's the part, though, that helps Golden State. This calf strain thing, plus all his previous injury histories... He's playing a lot more minutes than, I mean, he probably should at this point. Teams might go, yeah. Now, a calf strain is very significant, especially for a guy that's seven foot, wingspan. I mean, let's just be honest about this here. Greg Oden didn't play in the league very long because he had bad knees. Andrew Bynum couldn't play because he had bad knees. So if you're that tall, that length, and you rely on jump shooting... Guess what? Your legs, kind of important. DeMarcus Cousins, you know why he's trying to get back in the NBA right now to prove he's healthy? He might not get a job if he doesn't. That's my point. Golden State, you're going to win on NBA Finals, with or without Kevin Durant. I think Durant will be ready for the NBA Finals if need be, and I think DeMarcus Cousins will play too. But you don't need him. Because right now, you're torching the Houston Rockets, and you literally have Clay Thompson with Quinn Cook, Iguodala, Jordan Bell, and who is that? Uh, Kavon Looney? Kavon, no. That might be Draymond. That's, yeah, that's Draymond.
3: Oh, I thought you said Draymond
1: already. Oh, no. So, it's the three, it's the three starters. Oh, with... Iguodala, I
3: didn't say. Okay.
1: All right. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Houston just tied it, but... I mean, is anyone really afraid for Golden State? Am I nuts, Mike Guido, about this?
0: No, no, I think you're 100% right. I don't think Golden State's going to miss Kevin Durant much at all. And and to be honest with you, I think that um, his injury is just going to shed more of a light of how dominant they actually are. Because people are forgetting, I, I think that... When Kevin Durant plays, right, with Golden State, Kevin Durant is uh, Kevin Durant's the alpha. The, the offense kind of runs through Steph Curry, but Kevin Durant is usually the guy with the ball in his hands, um, or at least with the ball in his hands at the end of the play. But I will say this. If Kevin Durant doesn't play, you are getting an entirely different Steph Curry. Agreed. Like you are getting Steph Curry – that won back-to-back MVPs unanimously. I mean, you know, look at his numbers when KD doesn't play and then when KD does play. Steph Curry's half the player that he is when KD does play. And that's part of the He's not half the player.
1: He has a half of the – half of the – what's a good word? Half of the statistical success.
0: It's an exaggeration, but what I'm saying is Kevin Durant –
1: You're an exaggeration.
0: uh, Thanks. Kevin Durant speed did laugh. I was trying to make speed laugh. Elevates them to a to a new level, but if it's a weird, complex. Because here's the thing: it's we've all seen the numbers, right? When Steph Curry doesn't play, uh, when Steph Curry doesn't play and KD does, the Warriors are 28 and 18, right? Uh, in the three years that Kevin Durant's been there, when Steph Curry doesn't play and Kevin Durant plays, they're, they're what uh, 10 and 20? Sorry, no, I'm, no, I'm sorry, it's um, the, uh, the other way around. When Steph curry plays and kd doesn't play they're 29 and four they don't lose so uh, that's the the whole gist of it and i and i find it amazing how people are kind of like after the kd injury they were kind of like ruling out the warriors they were kind of saying oh the rockets have this series now no, no the, the warriors are still going to win the series they're still going to win the finals like it's <laughs> However, I will say this though, T- I, I disagree with you to the point where it's gonna hurt Kevin Durant and free agency. I really do not think that's gonna happen. Because I think for most players it would. Like what you're what you're saying generally is right, but it's Kevin Durant. Nobody is gonna care. You know, if they have if their team has a chance to get Kevin Durant on a max contract, if you're the Knicks, if you're whoever if you're Golden State if you're the Lakers if you're the Clippers if you're anybody that's going to be out there trying to go get Kevin Durant they're going to give him a super a super max contract if uh, if he was guaranteed to play one more year out of the next 5 they'd still give they'd still pay him for 5 more years he's that good i don't think anybody would care
1: i'm not saying he's not going to get the max he's going to get a max but i'm saying instead of 9 teams being interested it might go down to 5 it depends how long he lingers
0: that's all I need. Like, that's the thing is I'm really, I'm like, i like, I've said it on my show a ton of times. I can't buy Kevin Durant going to the Knicks, but God, I keep hearing, I keep hearing people talk about it. I keep hearing people. All right, it's a 95 percent chance he goes. All right, it's it's the only place that I could possibly see him going. I think Kevin Durant's definitely gone in Golden State. All of this stuff. I I, I don't know. I just. I can't buy it personally, but people keep talking about it, man. I'm serious. It's getting pretty pretty bad. I, I think it'd be dumb for him to go, but I don't know.
1: I mean, if he does leave Golden State, it's simply – and this is – it's very ironic what I'm about to do right now. Very ironic. <laughs> it No, it, it's almost fitting. I know where we're going with this. Mm-hmm. I think everyone does. LeBron went back to Cleveland to surpass Jordan. Kevin Durant is going to if he does, I, I don't see it, but if Kevin Durant does ultimately decide to make the decision to leave Golden State, it's to prove that he's surpassed LeBron. Uh, I
0: think, I, To be honest, I think he's um, I, I think he went to Golden State with the intention of the only way that I'm ever going to be better than LeBron is if I beat him. And
1: I disagree that, with that, too.
0: You th- Really? You think so?
1: I think he went to Golden State to say, I'm finally going to get LeBron. Not beat LeBron. I want LeBron again, and I want to beat LeBron and be the guy doing it. Now, he wasn't the guy doing it to me. Steph Curry was the guy, but Kevin Durant, you could argue. Now, last year, LeBron had an unbelievable finals, and it didn't matter at all, but Kevin Durant did too, and Kevin Durant, until he got hurt, was arguably the best player in the playoffs, so, and everyone says he's, most people think he surpassed LeBron as the best player in the world, some haven't, but. I mean, to be honest with you, I think it's just fair to say after 15 years, the guy's no longer the best player in basketball. But I will say this. Kevin Durant better be careful going into free agency because LeBron bit himself in the ass going to the Lakers, and Kevin Durant, if you do the same thing LeBron just did, you're going to bite yourself in the ass for leaving Golden State. LeBron left his comfort zone where he could control the team. He got to pick his coaches. He got to bring in his boys. That's fine. He ran the Cavs. The owner, GM, and everything, they were just there to sign checks. He went to L.A., lost all power, and now it's a freak show. By the way, I agree that the Lakers should trade LeBron, but I don't say it because the Lakers should dump LeBron on somebody else. I'm saying they should trade LeBron out of respect and just say, you don't deserve this. Now, back to Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant... Leaving Golden State to go to the Knicks is the same freaking move. Kevin Durant doesn't have the spotlight.
0: It might even be worse. It might even be worse.
1: It wouldn't be for the fact that he's – LeBron left the comfort zone of the East. Kevin Durant by far is the best player if he goes to the East. LeBron, you could argue, wasn't the best player when he went to the West. If LeBron – if Kevin Durant goes to the East, I don't think anyone's going to pick Kawhi or Greek freak over Kevin Durant.
0: That maybe
1: they won't. Especially but. if Kyrie goes with them. I I cannot see that. But it it would be almost a role reversal of like, oh, all right, you went from east to west. I'm going to go from west to east just to prove to you. And here's another team no one's considering, and I'm going to say this now. They were a dark horse to get on the first time he hit free agency. Don't be surprised at all if the Wizards cut John Wall completely and signed Kevin Durant and build him and Bradley Beal. Because to be honest with you, Beal is Clay Thompson, but better. Kevin Durant would be Kevin Durant. And honestly, now you cannot find a Steph Curry. You can't. But you can find a point guard that can facilitate to Kevin Durant. I mean, Kevin Durant went to Golden State because Steph Curry said, I'm going to make you look better than Russell Westbrook did. And here's the other thing. That was even blown out of proportion. He didn't leave Oklahoma City at all because of Russell Westbrook. That's the ironic part. But it helped him go to Golden State when Steph Curry was like, yeah, I, I can make you 35 a night. You want the final shot? Fine. But we take, we play team ball here. Kevin Durant, wherever he goes, you're going to find that he he will be the leader of the next team he's on if it's not Golden State. And to be honest with you, I think that Kevin Durant will benefit any team that signs him in the offseason because he's going to bring that leadership that he didn't have in Oklahoma City. Russell Westbrook was the alpha and they let him do that.
0: Yeah, and it, it real it bit Oklahoma City the fact that they did that, but
1: it's not like uh, they picked Durant uh Westbrook over Durant. Durant left. Right. They wanted to build around both. That's why I don't understand why people yeah, keep I, saying that.
0: No, that that's you're right. That's true. That's true, but they they also did give Westbrook like forty five million dollars a year. So, but
1: after after
3: Durant left, though. yeah, because no, no, Russell
1: Westbrook Durant said, left, "I want to okay. be the guy here. Yeah, I'm I not going to leave." Like, if anything, Russell Westbrook to to me should get comeuppance. He's the one superstar that hasn't left. Hell, even Dwayne Wade left Wade County. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus, I I don't know what else the guy needs to do.
0: No, I mean I
1: He's the most unfairly criticized player in the league. Who? Westbrook. Uh
0: I don't know about that, but I'll I'll look okay. I'll let me touch on your on your uh K D to Washington theory. Um I agree, I, I don't I'm not sure I would take Bradley Beal over Klay Thompson. I, I might, but if anything they're even, or anything, you know, something around that nature, I don't even know. But, uh, I will say this, I don't really buy, because we've been talking about it for a long time, you know, Kevin Durant's possibility of going going back home to Washington and all of that, you know, hunky-dory, you know, hometown stuff. I gotta be honest with you, I, I think it's different, because you know, this isn't like you know, LeBron going to Cleveland, this isn't like Derrick Rose in Chicago. This isn't like Carmelo Anthony in New York, where there are like legitimate ties and like actually legitimate resonance with their hometown. Like I don't think I don't think Kevin Durant feels that. I, I think Kevin Durant is just in the NBA and could give a crap if he plays in his hometown or not. I think. No,
1: I agree with you. I'm just wanted, saying they could be if a dark list. Really
0: wanted to play in Cleveland. I think Derrick. I mean Derrick Rose was. And he's probably the best example. Derrick Rose, when he got drafted by Chicago, Derrick Rose was heartbroken when Chicago let him go. Right. I mean, like, he wanted to be in Chicago so badly. And, then- and
1: LeBron wanted to play in Akron. It's not like LeBron wanted to leave Cleveland. He left because no, the owner's an idiot.
0: No, right. The ownership screwed the pooch on that one, and, and that, was really, uh, that was really why LeBron left for this, uh, honestly, both times. But,
1: no, the first time he didn't. The second time I'll give him a pass.
0: But, honestly, I, I, Tyler, would you not agree with this, though? Isn't, like, isn't the smart, and honestly, uh, you and I as sports radio hosts should hope that Kevin Durant leaves and goes to the Knicks just because it makes the Knicks more interesting. But,
1: no, I disagree completely.
0: Well, but think about this, okay? Isn't the smart play for Kevin Durant here to stay in Golden State? Yes,
1: like, why would he a thousand percent.
0: Why would he leave the guy, like, and I, I think it's the same thing with Kyrie Irving. Why would Kyrie Irving leave Boston? Because
1: Boston might not want him.
0: Well, I I don't know. There's that aspect into it, too. But, it, like, if Kyrie, re- and we don't obviously don't know really what he's thinking because he tells us something different every month. But Day. Kyrie Irving, if Kyrie Irving wanted out of Boston, is there a legit reason why he'd want out? He's got a great coach with a ton of young talent around him. Boston's a beautiful city. He plays a beautiful arena with great fans. It's the most historical franchise in the NBA. I I mean, you couldn't make a better situation for Kyrie Irving in Boston. You couldn't. Same thing with Kevin Durant. The the Golden State Warriors are the greatest team in sports history. They are. And uh, he's the best player on that team. It makes, I, I, honestly, there's absolutely no reason why Kevin Durant should leave Golden State. Zero. Because if he goes to the Knicks, he never wins again. If he goes to the Knicks, he'll be uh, at best a four or five seed in the East, and he'll get outed in the second round of the playoffs for every year for the rest of his career. That's what's going to happen.
3: How long will the rest of his career be, though? That's. Does he play uh, seven I, years?
0: Thinking, I mean, the, the Speedy, he's only like
1: thirty. So what is he? He's Durant. thirty-one. I'm talking believe. about Durant. Play, yeah, Durant. He'll be he's thirty-one next
0: offseason. He's got another decade in him. I mean, he's gonna play eight, you know, like eight, nine more years.
3: Yeah, but how do you know the entire outlook of the East and even five years?
0: Uh, to be honest, Speedy, I think it's gonna get better. I mean, we all talk about it, right? We all talk about how the West ha- is. So much better than the East.
3: That they power are.
0: is going to sh- that power is going to shift, and it's going to shift quickly. How? Because all of these Eastern Conference teams are going to get high draft picks. They're going to get all these young ta- all this but, young talent. Right. But but that they've they've doesn't been doing matter. That.
3: They've been doing that for a while, and why why haven't they grown?
1: Not but, only that, the NBA draft is an absolute crapshoot. After the first five picks, some years even less. There's nobody that's going to change the game.
0: All I'm trying to say is, is that all of these teams, because you've got to remember, guys, the teams that were terrible five years ago, you want to know who the two worst teams in the Eastern Conference were five years ago? Cleveland. The Sixers and the Raptors.
3: No. Toronto wasn't are. that bad five years ago. Seven, eight years ago, maybe.
0: I mean, Toronto, uh, Toronto was awful.
1: In
3: not in 2014.
1: Uh-huh. But wait, why could well, you? Are, but they bit, the Sixers were bad for what ten years?
0: The Sixers were bad for for a while. Right, yeah,
1: they were. I don't and remember. And why Toronto? are they good? No. They drafted two out of ten years that were good. Right. They also and to be honest with you, too. right, right. Reddick's a free agent. Tobias Harris, they traded. Jimmy Butler, they traded. I mean, they brought in good players. And here's the other right. part. Brent Bounds an awful coach. He's gone after Agreed. this year. agree. But here's the other thing. And I, I it amazes me. Toronto, yeah. Toronto might have been bad five, seven, eight, nine years ago. Last year, they were the best team in "quote unquote" the East. They got knocked out by LeBron again. It took them to get Kawhi, top five player, to get them theoretically over the hump. I mean, there, there are patterns here. It's not, yes, you're right. The East will eventually no longer be as inferior to the West as it is. But until they are, this could go on another 10, 15 years. I got news for you. Even if Golden State loses Kevin Durant, but they keep Draymond and Clay, I, I I mean, gee, God they're still going to be a top-two team in basketball.
0: You're right. They, they are still going to be incredibly good. But uh, I agree with you 100% to the point, and I was talking about this before also, that Kevin Durant going to the Knicks would virtually be the same as LeBron going to Los Angeles just for the simple fact that any success that he would have in New York would be reliant on going to go sign with the New York Knicks.
1: I, I okay? disagree with that, too. He's going to take his time.
0: Well, maybe he'll be. Maybe I think he'll, he'll sign
1: work. two or three weeks later.
0: But even regardless.
1: Which okay, is a long time in an NBA free agency signed, for people who don't know.
0: Uh, you're right. But even regardless, let's say that Kevin Durant has it fully set in his mind that he wants to go to New York, mm-hmm. right? Um, so that means in order for Kevin Durant to have success, uh, we're going to find out on Tuesday. The Knicks have to get the number one overall pick, right? We don't even know if they're going to. Uh, people are penciling Zion in for them with the number one overall
1: pick. We don't even know if they're going to get. No. it. No, and knowing they they the will, Knicks draft they
3: history, they won't. Well,
1: apparently, they apparently know. they won't rush. They don't even know if they're going to get it,
0: right? No. So
3: I'm not banking on them getting it either, knowing their bad draft luck.
0: But I, and at the very same time, and I don't want to get too far off on a tangent on this. I just kind of want to mention it. I. I have a feeling the NBA is going to end up rigging the lottery so the Knicks do win it, so the Knicks can be relevant again. I hope you're right, but
3: knowing that history, I don't know.
0: (laughs) But here's my point, okay? The Knicks have to get the number one overall pick. Uh, They have to pull at least one more superstar, and, uh, and truthfully, that means Kyrie Irving. That doesn't mean Jimmy Butler. That doesn't mean Kendall Walker. It doesn't mean Boogie Cousins. It doesn't mean any of those guys. It legitimately means Kyrie... Well, according to to most
1: people now, Kyrie Irving's not a superstar.
0: Well, Kyrie Irving to me is still a superstar, but they have to pull Kyrie Irving, right? Not only do they have to pull Kyrie Irving, but Kawhi Leonard has to leave the Eastern Conference. He has to leave Toronto. All of this stuff has to happen in order for Kevin Durant to legitimately have success. Now that you got to hope that Boston trades away
1: multiple pieces to get Anthony Davis.
0: Well, because think about this too. What if Kyrie Irving stays in Boston or even if he doesn't stay in Boston? Okay. What if Boston trades for a couple of guys in Anthony, uh, trades a couple of guys for Anthony Davis, Boston's still better.
1: No, not no. In general, as a team, they're worse.
0: Agreed. But they're still better than the Knicks.
1: If they get Kevin Durant,
0: if if they get if they get Kevin Durant and nobody else, if they get no, they get Kevin Durant and they trade
1: all those pieces away to get Anthony Davis, the Knicks would be equal to the Boston Celtics.
0: But I don't think that that's what's going to happen because the Knicks don't have assets. That's not true. I I like some
1: of the Knicks young kids, Uh,
0: but that's uh, that's not the point. Well, the Pelicans.
1: No, like, I'm not saying the Knicks should you know, get Anthony Davis. I'm saying if the Celtics points. get Anthony Davis and the Knicks get Kevin Durant, they'd be equal. They'd have the same amount of wins going into the next year. But
0: Let's, let's think about this, okay? If the Knicks and the Celtics are both in the running for, for Anthony Davis, the Celtics have a lot more to offer than the Knicks do. The Knicks would have to offer what? Nilekina, uh, Knox Mitchell Robinson. like Knox. Who would they offer?
1: Nobody, Kevin Knox.
0: Like the Celtics could offer Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. They could probably throw Gordon Hayward in there to make money work. They could, I mean, they can do a ton of different things. Boston is
1: just. But I think have they, have have they lose that deal.
0: More assets than the Knicks do. It's not even close.
1: I I, I think Boston would lose. I, right. I if I'm Boston, I sign. I trade Gordon Hayward for a bag of basketballs at this point, but. I would, I if I'm Boston, I start Terry Rozier. Brad Baker proved that he is, he could do what Terry Rozier did to, for Kyrie Irving. I have Marcus Smart. I have Jalen Brown. I have Jason Tatum. I have Al Horford. And you sign a... I'm trying to think it would be a perfect fit for them. You sign maybe a Jimmy Butler. You sign maybe a... Uh, Tobias Harris, if he doesn't... Tobias Harris, to me, is a perfect fit in Boston. But you sign J.J. You sign somebody else that's not going to command trading away your whole future for Anthony Davis. The Lakers aren't going to get Anthony Davis either. It's going to be a dark horse team. I can see it already. It's just... I, I don't know. I, it's just what I... I can't see Boston doing it now. If you, if you traded rosier and tatum and kept Kyrie and you got Anthony davis and horford fine but now that it appears the relationship's over between them and Kyrie, i don't know if i make that trade i think i just kind of build like they have been especially with the system they got with stevens i i don't know i don't see it i
0: don't know i'm just saying i think that kevin durant going to the knicks if in order for him to have success so many things have to go in his favor for them to even have a little bit of success. Like, if if he goes to the Knicks right now and they don't get anybody else, yes, they're a playoff team. But that's all they are. They're a playoff team. They're not a, they're not a finals contender. I don't even think they're an Eastern Conference finals contender. They don't impress me at all. If they just bring in Kevin Durant, I, I mean, what are they, a four or a five? I mean that's that's really what I see them being. Maybe even maybe not even that. I mean because you got to keep in mind the East is really top heavy. You know, Milwaukee are is they still going to be king of the East? Milwaukee are would they still be king of the East? Toronto would definitely still if especially if Toronto keeps Kawhi. If Toronto keeps Kawhi, they are definitely better than the Knicks. Also, I can't see Kawhi. Like, bring thing. some of their guys back. Philadelphia is better than them as well. I can't. It's I just,
1: cannot see it. I cannot see Kevin Durant losing to Kawhi Leonard.
0: But he's done it before.
1: Yeah, when the teams were even killed. I mean, I don't know.
0: I mean, like that. But that's my question to you: Is like Kevin Durant's team in New York blow them away?
1: Right. I'm not disagreeing with that. That's why I said it's a bad move to go to the Knicks. Plus, Plus, if the and here's the thing. Kevin Durant and Zeon Williams can't play together either. Anyone going to mention that? They can't play together. Zeon's going to need the ball in his hands, and Kevin Durant doesn't play well without the ball in his hands. No one's mentioning that at all. And Zeon Williams can't shoot. So you're going to have two guys backing down the post? Who's going to stretch the floor for Durant? Nilakina? I, I, who's their shooter? Some leverage with Golden State. I really don't see him leaving. I don't. I can't see it. I don't see it at all.
0: No, I, I don't see it either. I don't, I, don't, I don't buy it. I think he stays. I think there is no reason for him to leave.
1: So with that being said, when are you coming back?
0: Uh, never. I have no idea.
1: <laughs> I mean, y- y- you do have to come back. Maybe maybe the next time Errol sits in on the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Errol didn't even plan to be here. Me and him just got in a debate, and I'm lightheaded, and he sat over there.
3: Yeah, he'll show up at another random time.
1: <laughs> no, I know, but then how's will have to clean to...
3: something up in here, fix something, probably. That... Oh,
1: I'm just staying for a segment, and then I'll leave. Stays well, stays an that hour was, and a half. That was Mikey C. <laughs> no, no, but Errol always says, eh, I'll stay. and I'll stay for a well, segment. He, yeah, he did stay for
3: a segment. <laughs>
1: yeah, but the segment wasn't 20 minutes. The segment was damn near an hour and a half. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I, I don't mind that he stays. I just think it's funny. He always says that he's not going to leave. I mean, he's going to leave and then stays mm-hmm. the entire show. Right. But, um, yeah, that's just me. But you, you know, no, but you literally have to come back because me and you have to finish some things. Mm,
0: nah.
1: No, no, but you really do.
0: Nah.
1: Mm. You do show them No, I'm not working. I'm working Monday. Are you doing a show on Wednesday?
0: Yes, I no, uh, no, no, I didn't. I did a show on Thursday.
1: No, are you doing a show next Wednesday? Probably. Yeah, so I'll probably show up. <laughs> That should be interesting Eh, Great Maybe We'll rip him apart for three hours Good night guys Good Good night night. So Mike Guido's kidding He has to come back Because we have unfinished business And the five of you that watch this show Keith We're predictable right So you know why he has to come back on the show (laughs) Anybody want to tell me why he wants to come back on the show Because I have no freaking idea
3: Don't worry neither does Keith
1: I, he, he, he did it again. You know, you know, I, listen, we're going to get out of here because quite frankly, I have a headache and I have to go do something, but I, 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 I never thought, especially after what just happened, that I would agree with our remarks. If you don't like the show I'm doing and continue to watch maybe you do like the show. Right? Make some sense? Yes? Mm-hmm. No? Okay. Mm-hmm. And if you still watch and you really don't like the show, and I, I've been pretty upfront with this. I'd say, Speedy, I've said this more than 100 times. There's a number on the board, six seven six two nine six eight. It's And even if I forget to say it, it's literally on the Facebook page. It's literally on everything this logo is on. You can't miss it. You call the show, tell me to talk about something else, and I'll talk about something else. And yeah, we brought up something a year old. You know why I brought up something a year old? Because no one's talked about it for a freaking year. Mind shattering, isn't it? Oh my goodness gracious recycled topics because first take never recycles anything never never get up doesn't talk about the same five things every day lebron 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 oh kevin durant oh lebron oh Jalen rose funny joke oh kevin barrett oh lever oh, oh, oh all right time to go home everybody have a good day Ah, uh, yeah hmm. the only show that has any kind of anything is part of the interruption and their show is so watered down now I can't even watch it. So, what are we talking about here? But if you don't like the show, it's been a pleasure, huh? So, for that being said, uh, we are leaving for this night, this uh, this evening. We're done. I I cannot stand. I have a headache that is the size of Kentucky. And um, yeah, I, I I had to pick a random state. If I was say they also want to sign it right, so. We're out of here. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, it's been a pleasure. Thank Errol Marks and Anthony for sitting uh, in. Well, Errol for sitting. Anthony for uh, moderating Errol's <laughs> voice and heartbeat. <laughs> um, thank you, Speedy. That's week of work. Thank you. I think you've nailed it. No one compliments me but myself, so I'm used to it. and I don't really give a clip. So, uh, you have a new line, I you do. like to say it, so why don't you give it a whirl?
3: For those of you listening, have a great weekend and have a glorious night.
1: And so that means we're going to bid you adieu now. Uh, enjoy the Houston Golden State game. It's, uh, going to be a barn burner and a slobber knocker. And, uh, we will see you on Tuesday. So you know what that means. I get to say my favorite part of the show because it means I get to leave you people. Uh, who the hell is that? Arrow. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Oh, all right. All right, Errol. What do you got? Hello? Good
6: show today, Tyler.
1: Ah. Uh, thank you, honey.
6: I don't know, honey.
1: Oh, you don't have honey? No,
6: when I, I hugged you before,
1: honey. I could have sworn I smelled honey.
6: Well, I do smell good, that's for sure.
1: No, I thought, yeah, I thought it was honey.
6: Tyler, I really think that you should come tomorrow. It's going to be fun. If, I got a lot of people coming. I
1: I I know. It, I know. I would. I want to go. If I can show up, I will show up.
6: Yeah. Well, you can you can come later in the night. I mean, you don't have to come early. I mean, it starts at eight, but you. It's a it's an all night thing. It's it's going to be from eight o'clock till like probably three in the morning, man. So. Ooh. There's a lot of people coming out.
1: When does Speedy get uh, pissed drunk?
6: Well, no, but I'll be pissed drunk by then. That, that's for sure. <laughs> Oh. It's a good time. It's something that you'll never, you'll never experience unless you come. So.
1: No, I, I believe you. I've heard stories about your party.
6: So it's, uh, it's a good time.
1: According to Mikey C, no one shows up till about twelve o'clock.
6: According to Michael C, Mikey C he has no idea what he's talking about because he's the one that shows up at twelve o'clock. <laughs> so, um, I have. Uh, not a lot of people are going to be there early, you know. So about like 30, 40 people are actually going to be there early. Early. So, and and they, they all stay out. and I should have, what well, I'm counting, to be possibly up to 70 people. So it's, uh, it's going to be fun.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, but, if uh, I can come, I will come.
6: You should come. Bring your girlfriend.
1: I'm all I'm, right. I'm, well, she would be the reason I don't come, Errol. I'm sorry? I said she would be the reason that I won't come.
6: She wouldn't be the reason?
1: She would be the reason I don't come.
6: Why? She doesn't like to come out and have a good time?
1: No, she does. But, I mean, we don't know anybody.
6: Well, you'll know me, and I'll introduce you to
1: everybody. Well, right. <laughs> I, I, don't that, know. I, I, I didn't know
3: of. anyone last year either, besides him. Yeah, well, I that heard was, who you all met.
6: My, all, my fr- all my friends are very very uh, friendly and cool, and you'll have a good time, trust me you'll meet new people, they're all cool down to earth people, so it's definitely something that you will uh are telling you there's nothing like coming out to i'm telling this is once a year man and i I put it together to 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 really be a fun great time so um you should definitely come and stop by.
1: I mean, listen. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to sugarcoat anything. I want to come, and if I can come, I will show up. That much I promise.
6: Yeah. All right. Anyways, uh, again, it was a, it was a good show. Uh, um, Thank you. I enjoy, I enjoy yelling at you and arguing with you. So it was a great. Did you hear what Guido category? said? What happened?
1: Did you hear what Guido said? What did he say? Oh, I thought you heard him. Never mind. <laughs> No. What did he say? He said that you avoided him because he knew you knew that he could you couldn't take it like a man and take your slandering for a half hour like a champ.
6: Well, tell Guido if any time he wants to take it like a man instead of running out and putting his tail between his legs and running out when I have something to say, then yes, I'll come into a show and argue with him. But Guido, the problem with a lot of people... Uh, that have their arguments to their story. There's no factual. Opi- These are all opinionated arguments. And my opinionated argument is strictly statistics and what I see with my eye and the stats that I see. Now Guido looks at it and he just he just blurs out whatever he thinks. Anybody that puts Michael Jordan in his top 10 athletes of all time at eight, at nine, or eight, wherever he put them, doesn't know what he's talking about when his arguments don't come out clearly. Now, I'm not saying that Guido doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm not saying Guido doesn't know all what he's talking about. Guido has his own opinion. But in his thoughts on his arguments, he needs to come at me with stats and what he sees as stats. When he's telling me, he texts me that Matthew Stafford averages 23 touchdowns a year for 10 years. Okay, just twenty-three touchdowns a year. Besides Drew Brees, who was the last who was the last quarterback to throw over five thousand yards in a season?
1: Dan Marino, I think.
6: No, Matthew Stafford.
1: Mm-hmm. So Look at that. He, he,
6: he, you know, he, he has his arguments and he has his own thoughts to everything. I can come back with my own thoughts too and my own opinion too. And as far as Jeff is concerned, I don't really care what Jeff says because Jeff will argue even if I'm right, he'll argue me to be wrong. So that's just Jeff, and and I, I understand that. Uh, that's just the way it is, and I like that. I like when people argue with me. I like when people have their own opinion towards it. It whats make a show. That's what makes a show. Anthony, Anthony, when he left the show, he says, "I've never been so entertained in my life." He's like, "I I I, I had it. to sit there and listen to it because I knew I was going to be entertained, and I was entertained."
4: To me, when
6: somebody tells me they were entertained sitting there, and he wanted to stay when he had to drive all the way to his wife in Queens, only shows you you're doing one thing, and you're doing the right thing.
5: So.
1: But we're boring. Um, I'm sorry? We're boring. Who's boring? Wait, hold on. I'll read the comment verbatim. Hold on. Hold on. I know for a fact there's a comment that destroys this show. What was it? Now there's a comment that rips me apart. Hold on. I'll pull it up so that all the listeners well, I don't can hear. care
6: what dude Tyler, there are gonna be people out there that are not gonna like you. No There are I gonna know. be people out there that are not gonna agree with you. There are gonna be people nope. out there that are gonna put Here you down on what you say. Yeah I no can-
1: no not that. Are you seriously arguing over something that happened a year ago? This is why there's network. I
6: answered back. I answered I answered back to him. I don't even know who he is. He's one of Craig Moffitt's friends. And that, that that by itself only explains one thing. So uh, I don't really care what Keith Strickland says. And if he's got a problem with what he is listening to, then um, don't listen. It's pretty simple. I mean, obviously we're doing something right if he's sitting there and he's listening to it. So that's not my argument to it. And I don't really care what other people say. You should, only, you should only see or hear what I hear and I see through uh, – uh, different parts of social media when I hear what people say about me. And I love when people have their own problems. I love being enemy number one. You know why I'm enemy number one? And I, I, you know why people argue with me? You know why people listen to me? Is because they know when I say something, I have compassion. I have passion to what I say. My arguments, even though my arguments might not be something that you agree with, are arguments that you can see why I'm arguing about it. That's what makes sports radio so great. And if you have your own opinion towards it and your own thoughts to it, hey, it might not all be right. But you want to know something? There, if you come out with a statistic and makes sense to what you're trying to prove to the conversation, then you have a point to argue with it. So, I think that's what makes sports radio great: arguments and banter, and um, that's what I when I started this. When I started this five six years ago, that's I wanted to be different, and I wanted to have banter, I wanted to have arguing, and I wanted to feel like there is different kinds of opinions towards the conversation to a sports radio show, and that's what makes it great. And you want to know something? Before um, Skip Bayless and um,
1: Stephen A. Smith,
6: what's his name again? Um, Stephen A. Smith started doing this i was doing this i was doing this for years with friends you know what i mean and stuff like that so right we all were I, yeah so i feel like banter and arguing and opinionated I, we should be cursing and I, I i would take back to what i said and apologize but i have a lot of passion to what i say and i shouldn't be doing that likewise I apologize I, I to anybody to too. offend anybody but uh I think that the banter makes makes a show, and arguments make shows. And I don't mean And if and anybody thinks that I was trying to put you down or Speedy down, or it's just banter. It's part of the show. So it, it's not me calling you an idiot or a moron. It's just part of the show. It's it's yes. Sometimes I think that you're a moron in some of the things that you say, but. I respect your own I respect your opinions just like I respect anybody's opinions towards the network. I don't have any harm or ill will against anybody, just like Guido. Do I agree with Guido says half the time? No. Do I think that he makes sense in some of the things he says? Absolutely. Do I think that he's crazy on some of the things that he says when he never seen a player play, even though he's seen clips of him on YouTube? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take his opinion. Uh, fairly, knowing that he never saw that guy play in the prime of his career. So um, that's, that's pretty much how I look at things. That doesn't mean that I don't think you know what you're talking about. That doesn't mean that I don't think Guido doesn't know what he's talking about. I think Guido is very talented. I think he's got a, a tremendous amount of talent at what he thinks and how he thinks it. But I also think that when he says things, just like some of the guys say things, and, and not just us, other people say things, I think people like to hear themselves talk,
3: and, and they don't realize
6: what they're saying when they say it. If anybody, and, I, and I, I'll take shots at Guido forever because he put Michael Jordan nine in, or eight in his top ten of all time, athletes of all time. I disagree completely. And, and the fact that he puts him at nine or eight and Babe Ruth at ten, I mean, come on. I mean, Babe Ruth's the greatest baseball player ever. Michael Jordan could be arguably the greatest football player, uh, basketball player ever. Uh, Wayne Gretzky was the greatest hockey player ever. I mean, you put the greatest at their sports 10, 9, and 8. I mean, come on. I don't care what opinion you have or what your, your thoughts are. That in value makes no sense. So, you know, that's just me. But um, it was a great show. And I enjoyed it immensely. I had to leave because I'm taking care, I was taking care of something, but
1: um, no, absolutely. it was a
6: great show, and I enjoyed being there and arguing with you. I think that we are very opposite of what we say, and I think that that's what makes a radio show. That's what makes a good radio show. And uh, you know, and that 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 to me means more than anything when it comes to radio. I want to be entertained. I want to be entertained as much as I want to entertain people. And when I'm arguing something and trying to argue points, I hate when people say, well, you're proving my point. Well, <laughs> I'm not proving anybody. I am not. I hate it when people say it, including you. But I hate when people say it. Mikey C says it all the time. And I say, how am I proving your point when I'm proving you wrong in your point or what you're saying? So I hate that line, I'm, you're proving my point. So that's why I was attacking you because it reminds me of Mikey
1: C. Oh, so it's not my fault, it's Mikey C's fault.
6: No, it's Mikey C, and he's been doing it for years, and um, you know, you remind me a lot like Mikey because you always think that you're right, so does Mikey. Uh, You have your own opinions towards things, even though sometimes I think they're crazy opinions towards what you say, and then you try to flip-flop it in conversation, which makes it interesting to argue it, but also listen, I, I uh, Jeff, you know Jeff Flip. has quality. Jeff has quality arguments I in conversations with us. I, I think Jeff is a, a valuable uh, um fan that <sighs> I respect. He also I called him up after I left the show and and I said, you know, I made some arguments. He's like I I disagree, blah blah, blah. and then he said and then he told me, um he's like uh, did you I forget what he said, did you um I forget. Did you, uh, did you hang up all the stuff on your wall? And I said, yes, I did. So, and then he hung up on me. So, uh, Jeff is a, an interesting personality by itself. And, yes. and I think that everybody has their own personalities to the network. I, I no ill will to Mike Guido because I disagree with him and I say what I think and, and I take shots at him. And I listen, I listen to all the other shows. People take shots at me, and I don't, I don't have any ill will to anybody that says or has their own opinions to what I think. It's what makes it's, I like to entertain people, and sports radio is all about
5: entertainment.
6: And I'm not. I, I, I feel like if somebody has a problem with the way we do things, then don't listen. Right. The whole point, when you're sitting at home every night and you want to listen to Steve Summers instead of listening to us, so then you're not listening to the Right Sports Radio show. Because I think that we create a different banter, a different argument to what we agree to and or what we disagree to. And I think that's what's more is more entertaining than listening to Steve Summers talk about um, a fan driving with his truck and talking about nothing that has any meaning to it, towards the conversation that they're talking about. So um So I think we are doing stuff right, and I don't care what Keith wrote, or I don't care what anybody thinks about what we're doing and how we're doing it, because the truth is this is the new age of sports radio. And when people realize entertainment and how entertainment is growing, not just in radio and just in sports, in a conversation and argument, things that there's not everybody agreeing towards their thoughts and their opinions. That's what draws people to listen. And I don't really care what people thought five years ago, or how great the station is to where it is today. I believe that we're coming on to something in sports radio, what other people are trying to copycat us. And even though we're talking about something that happened last year and arguing at it, uh, arguing it right now, the reason why we're arguing it is because we're bringing into today's sports. Uh, situation like Drew Brees, like that. So when somebody takes a shot at what we're talking about and arguing and stuff like that, I don't really care. It has no meaning to me. So I'm just going to let everybody know when they listen to us, when when they want to listen to us, if you if you have your own stated opinions of what we're doing and what we're talking about, then call the show or send us messages on right. the thing. Right, that's so what i The I've reason said. why a lot of people don't, the reason why a lot of people don't answer to the Facebook Facebook messages because either we're not paying attention to it or when we do pay attention to it you don't have anything interesting to say to us so oh. if if you want if you have your own arguments to what we're talking about or you think that you can do a better job on on argumental conversation when it comes to sports call the show and bring up a, bring up a conversation that we'll we'll be able to banter about if you don't that don't have any smart-ass opinions and keep your smart-ass posi- uh, position and your opinions to yourself because I don't care what you think.
1: That and That's that, Jack.
6: That's it. And I'll tell you this. I feel like we're coming, we're coming in on our own. What I mean by that, I think that our shows, our shows are unique. Sometimes a little boring, but I think unique.
1: Oh, God, here we go with the boring. No,
6: I'm being serious. Sometimes a little boring, but unique. And that when we we want to entertain people, people have something to say. And when we're entertaining people and they're getting involved like Jeff does, or Snug does, or even anybody that calls the show when they're arguing about points, we're doing something right. Listen, I don't care what Jeff says about about what he thinks. He's going to disagree with everything I say, even if I'm right. I know I'm doing something right because Jeff is listening. He's calling up. He's arguing and he's putting me down. So I'm drawing him to listen to, which makes it more interesting for him to listen to. So that's why I know that what we're doing and what we're drawing is going to be accomplished if we do it the right way. And I Again, I'm going to apologize to all the fans that were listening to us, and there were curses coming out because of, uh, you know, love heated. and passion. Yep. That happens. That happens, and and we're not on FM FM dial, so sometimes if it comes out, it's all right. uh, it, It's 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 a mistake, but you know, where we work on our language and what we say. But I feel what we're doing and how we're doing it is 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 much better than some of the other shows that we have had. And I'm not gonna mention any of the shows. Our shows right now, I feel are legitimately great shows. I really believe that a lot of our a lot of our talent is good.
1: Except Homestream I,
6: I, I think that we have good talent. I think in the past we've had talent that was lacking days ago and I just thought there was something missing. I feel like what we're doing right now, and people say it was, it was good, it was this, it was, it was good then, and it, 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 I don't care what they say, because listen, I listen, I watch, and I, I, and I, I concentrate on the banter, on the, the monologues, on all radio shows. Some shows I'm more intrigued to listen to because there's more interesting arguments to the conversation, and then the other ones are just completely boring, and I wouldn't even waste my time listening to it. So... And I'm not even going to mention some of the shows that were on our network that I can honestly say I fell asleep to. Okay? So, I, and, and, and for somebody to come on our network, our Facebook, our messenger, have something derogatory to say because we're bringing up a conversation that we talked about last year, only shows me one thing. He's an idiot. Two... I could care less what he even thinks. And, and three, the reason why I'm mentioning it, it only shows me one thing. If he didn't like it and he didn't want to listen to it, why are you even wasting your time messaging us and saying it? So that's, that's what i said, and that's why it only bo- the only thing that bothered me about him stating it is he wants people to see something so dumb that he printed out because he thinks he's so funny, he thinks he's so cool, he thinks it's so perfect. But listen... My friend says gets shots and taken out, and he, people don't like his show. Why is he the number one sports radio show on the network? Why is he number one everywhere in the country? Because he is who he is. So I'm not going to take shots at who, you know, who mentions things or says things that he doesn't like. I could care less. But I think that we're on the right track. I think we're doing the right things, and I think that we will accomplish the things that we want to accomplish if we stick together and do the things that we do, including what we did last uh, tonight and all the shows are like that. I feel like enter is important to sports radio. Sitting there and listening to fans call up the show and boredom is not what I call fun, okay? It's not what I call what sports radio. Sports radio is entertainment. Am I right or wrong? Right. You want to be entertained, and that's what I think – I I, and, and that's what I push and strive to do is entertain people, and I think that all our shows do the same thing. I just – I feel like the more banter, the more arguing, the more thoughts, and more going back and forth in banter, and even the conversations that we have, if it gets interesting and gets to an argument, I think it draws more people to listen you
1: know so no absolutely i i, thought, I, I, I thought, kind of told you to sit in the chair so i'm sorry what i said i told you to sit in the chair
6: no and i i was happy to stay in for the segment It was a long segment and i feel like uh i feel like the show uh i thought the show was very very good and and i thought it dragged and and listen i like i said uh guido has his own opinion towards things and i'm and I'm not, I'm not gonna. I, I when I when I said what I said about you know um, it's not taking shots to him personally. Personally, I just think that uh, in my the way I look at it is when he may, when he states his opinion, he states his opinions facts sometimes, and here's the facts. If you're and I and I and I told you already, I'm not gonna go back and backtrack. If you're gonna say a player is when you, when you talk about top ten athletes, you top this, top that. You never put Michael Jordan, Babe Ruth, and Wayne Gretzky at the at the uh, from ten, nine, and eight. That that right there just completely makes me look at your opinions and say, "Man, do you even know what you're talking about?" That's what I say. But that's my opinion. That doesn't mean that I don't respect what he says and his arguments to the arguments. I, I just feel like that's the way I look at it, and. I uh, I think Guido's show is great. I think K stack is great. I think when he I think your show when Guido is there is tremendous. I think that you guys bring a different uh dimension to sports radio when you guys are together. I think I you, agree. Guys, you guys need to I think that you guys need to look at each other and say, uh, and work together more than you think. I, I, I don't think that you're better off being it apart i think you guys are better off working together and that's just my opinion and and if guido's listening to it today and he's listening to it right now i'm telling you the truth i i feel like um your show that when you were the home stretch and you you guys were arguing you were bickering and you guys had your own opinions that to me i wanted to listen to i wanted to sit and see what crazy stuff is going to come out of your mouth and his mouth and the argumental arguments with speedy being the mediator in the conversation that to me is great sports radio so i
1: agree i agree
6: anyways i know you guys gotta go it was a great show and um happy to be there and happy to work with you guys and uh Hopefully i see you guys tomorrow, and I'll see you speedy tomorrow. I'm hoping to uh, see you guys. in Guido, if you're listening, you're more than welcome to come down with you, you and your fiancé. Uh, everybody, all the, all the guys on the network that want to come down and hang out and celebrate my birthday, it's a great time. And anybody that isn't a part of the network that want to come down and enjoy a great time, come down and enjoy a great time. I think you, you will all enjoy coming out. I'm not just saying it's my birthday. I'm just telling you. It is a great time, except if
1: you bash the network.
6: All right, guys. Good
1: night. Good night. Good night, Errol. Um, And so now I feel like we have to do it all over again. So why don't you have a great weekend
3: and a glorious night?
1: (laughs) And this time, I'm not kidding. We are actually going to go watch Errol Marshall call back. Three one oh we won't all right uh so uh, we will be back on tuesday enjoy your weekend uh happy mother's day to all the mothers out there i personally will not have mine with me but enjoy yours if you can that's my advice um and now that i got the sentimental crap out of the way uh we'll be back on tuesday i'll bid you adieu see ya